Ones podcast, the Annie McBeal rewatch podcast where we watch every episode through 2018 eyes. I'm Laura Jane Parker. And I'm Eleanor Parker. And we are here for you. For all your Annie McBeal rewatch needs. Um, someone pointed out to me on Twitter, I can't remember who it was, so if it was you, thank you, that they can't wait for us to get to series three, season three, because then we'll say we'll be rewatching it through 2020 eyes, like 2020 videos. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time that I realised that we're going to have to update that yeah, intro yeah, yeah. every Happy year. Yeah. <laughs> and when uh, when uh, the um, the episodes start airing in the 2000s, uh, cultural stuff, we're going to have to update oh, that no, soon. Oh no, it's not going to be like, you no, know, it was the 90s. Yeah, it no, won't it be won't be the 90s. We didn't really think It'll it be the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Right, so where are we at today, Eleanor? So today we're watching season one, episode 17. The theme of... Oh, it's just called Theme of Life, yeah, isn't theme. it? Yeah, Not the theme, just I always theme. want to stick the in front of yeah. things for random reasons. And Theme of Life first aired 9th of March, 1998. Oh, wait, this must be the birthday. My birthday. This <laughs> <laughs> is my birthday. It's the birthday. Um, the episode that aired nearest to my birthday that year. Yeah, yeah, I think um, it must be. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So interesting. We interrupt this program for Eleanor's cultural stuff. Brought to you by the 90s. The decade more problematic than it looks. So the UK number one was Frozen by Madonna. Again. Still. Um, and the 13th of March, the day after I turned 12. Yes. The Man in the Iron Mask was released ah! in the USA. I remember that so vividly. I, I, went, I never saw it. So we went, cause, because... You were a DiCaprio uber fan. Like evangelist. Yeah. yeah. I was there to spread the word. So <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I was obsessed with Leonardo DiCaprio and everything that pertained to him and his being. <laughs> um, so I like got hooked on Romeo and Juliet, then everyone went to see Titanic and we all fell like even more madly. <laughs> over hills. Yeah. And so when Man in the Iron Mask came out, obviously teenage girls went to see Flocking. it in their droves, <laughs> myself included. And then we were like, what the fuck is this bullshit? It's the worst movie he's ever made. I don't think that's necessarily true, but because um, I'm it sure certainly felt that way. But like, it just doesn't, it's just not as good and never, cool never seen two. it never seen it but the other thing I've got in cultural stuff and I only threw this in because it kind of made me chuckle is on the 4th of March did someone die? no <laughs> <laughs> why would I chuckle at that? I don't know <laughs> depends who it was so 4th of March Kate Winslet appeared as a guest on Celebrity Ready Steady Cook what the she well, must I think have been she like just, super famous. But well, I of think Titanic. it must have just blown up for her, right? Like, but like Titanic. How did? Well, then how was? She, why was she appearing on Ready Steady Cook? Because Kate Winslet is just that kind of down to earth English gal. <laughs> was Ainsley Harriet presenting, or was it still no Fern Britain? Different Britain present. I only remember Ainsley. No. Oh no, I think I remember Daisy Harriet as a cook. As a chef. Yeah, he was one of the chefs, but then he graduated to presenter. Uh, Oh, yes, he did, didn't he? Yeah, Yeah, I think it must have still been Fern Britain presenting. That is bizarre. I think she was up against someone in, like, the bill or something like that. Can you imagine? 
happen? Casualty. Like That's one of hilarious. Those. Yeah, like, I mean, Kate Winslet versus... That's so funny. I she really must have find won. She must have won. She can't have lost already, so you could. Like, the audience. You'd vote for Kate Winslet if Kate Winslet is there. Red tomatoes. <laughs> This will make no sense to people who listen. Who've never uh, seen it. States, yeah, or wherever it's not. I don't even know if it's that format shown in the States. Maybe. I don't, I, I, Basically, feels it's like, like a very like a, British thing. Yeah, it's like a cooking game show, which they do with civilians, but also there's a celebrity version where you all have to like choose items for under a certain budget that you then You bring have to in make a shopping a bag of, like, of ingredients random ingredients that you chosen for under I think it used to be under five pounds or ten pounds and I, I I think the producers of the show must decide oh, what goes that, in there like, sure. yeah. like they come Kate in like Winslet so... is not going around Sainsbury's yeah. <laughs> yeah she's like yes I've just been in Tesco's and uh, I just got this onion because it really spoke to me and then I bought and, this like uh... ricotta cheese and uh, some chocolate so what are you going to do with that yeah <laughs> And then the chefs would have to make up on the spot like uh, in like half an hour. Yeah. yeah. And then and then the audience at the end, like each uh, celebrity or team uh, are uh, either a red pepper. No, it's no, a green red pepper or red a red tomato. tomato. And the audience have like cards that they vote at the end, which yeah. make the best dish. So I don't know which team, which team uh, Kate was on. No. She I, seems like a red tomato to me. I think that would probably. She's sweet and yeah. juicy. Not she had red hair at that point. Weird. Bitter and weird. I'm not a massive green pepper fan. Oh, I like green peppers. Okay, well, I feel like we've rambled on enough about okay, what's it already steady cooked. Okay, so let's dive into uh, theme in. of life. So uh, we start off in a kickboxing class. Yeah, there's like a well, well, you say that it's not really kickboxing. It's more like boxer size. Um, yes, because there's like rows and rows of. I think it's women. There may be the old man in there, but mainly women. Mainly um, women. Uh, and Ali, Renee, and Georgia are in the class in the middle, like yes. going along, and they're all sort of sort of shadow boxing, jumping up and down, but also reciting like this like rhyme. Where yeah. It's like um, five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> three, six, nine. The goose drank the wine. The monkey chewed tobacco on the treetop line. The line broke. And the monkey got choked, but they, they all went to heaven, heaven on a little rowboat on the side. <laughs> and at this point, I was like, I need to join the gym because I really haven't been for like ages. Um, and, and this feels, very, I mean, it's one of those things where Ale, like Renee and Georgia are doing really well in this class. Like, yeah, they're like up. keeping up and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> in the zone. And, and like, Ali's like, she's <laughs> not good at keeping up. It's true. Um, I really like the little workout rhyme that they did. It was really yeah, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Really she good. has a couple of them. Yeah. Um, so Ali's like all like pissing and moaning. Like, oh, I thought this was supposed to relieve stress. Like, what's going on? And Renee's like, for God's sake, just, just keep jabbing. Doing it. I hate doing an exercise class with a friend where they're like <sighs> not getting into it. Yeah. Like, it's like, just don't be. Like, why yeah, are you here? Yeah, like, yeah. Don't moan through it. Like, suffer in silence. Yeah. And we'll discuss it later. <laughs> I'm in the zone. <laughs> I don't have the space to be dealing with your problems. Yeah. But anyway, the, the, it all kind of ramps up and the instructor's all like, kick, kick, kick. And Ali's like, I'm going to have a stroke. And Renee's like, got no time. Yeah. She's like, whatever. <laughs> and they're like, punch, jab, jab, jab. And Ali just lies down eventually. She, she just like kind groans. of drops to the yeah. floor, doesn't she? And just like, Ugh. And then we cut straight to titles because everyone's keeping up apart from Ali and then Ali just... 
is having a breakdown falls in a heap <laughs> on the floor because she's not made for exercise uh, which is fine yeah um so then after titles they're back in the office and Ali and Georgia are um, talking about their like experience at the gym. Yeah, um, and Ali's they have moaning. Coffee. Ali's moaning like surprise, surprise, yeah, saying how sore, sore she is. is. And yeah. Georgia's all like, "I feel good." And Ali's like, "You would." And Georgia's like, "Sorry." <laughs> she's really snappy me? with her for like <laughs> no reason. Yeah. Um. Then John kind of runs up, um, and wanting Ali's attention, and Ali just snaps at him. She's like, like, "What? What?" <laughs> um. And then. John kind of stops and he does this like weird smile. His smile therapy smile. Yeah, his weird th- smile therapy smile. Yeah. Um and um and, and then he says that hurt my feelings while smiling. Yeah. Um and Anna's like, look, I'm sorry, I'm just really scared about this trial coming up, and Renee has told me that kickboxing is gonna help, and I've been doing it for three weeks and it doesn't help. I feel like kicking people, which is wrong, and it's so instead of kicking, I just stomp. And then she like <laughs> stop, 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 stop <laughs> on the up and down. It's like, like, how weird is that? And then, yeah, the George and George... <laughs> George and Ali are just like... No, I mean, George and John are just like... They're just like looking at her like, uh, what are you doing? She's like head-banging her head. Like, her hair's flying It's very well. funny. Um, and, and then Georgia leaves and John's like, Ali? And she's like, yes. And she's like, my therapist goes to her and he, he gives her a card. Yeah. And then Ali's like, is this the woman that you go to for smile therapy? And she's almost like stifling a smile. She's trying not to like laugh yeah, she's or like, scoff oh, at it. Yeah, yeah. And John's like, yes. And then he's like, I won't stand to be disappointed. <laughs> and Ali was like, I didn't. And she's like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna give boxing a real chance. And, and she's just know. like, plus, you know, this, this woman. And John's like, she is unconventional, but she gets results. Yeah. And then Georgia comes over and is like, excuse me, like, what is going on with like this is it Eva or Ava Curry Curry well yeah I don't know how they I think it's it. Eva Eva Curry um, Depot and Ali's like oh I had Richard reassign that and George yes. is like right you mean you fobbed it off on me yes and Ali's like no it's just I'm in trial and then Richard's come over and they end up having this big argument yeah where Ali's being like I can't She's do really this. Mad. Yeah. yeah, and Richard's like, "Oh, you could just meet with her." And Georgia's like, "Oh, I've ended up with it." Like, yeah, Georgia's uh, like, "I don't want it. It's a yeah. stupid case. It seems like it's like a case that nobody wants because it's like got limited yeah. merits or whatever. Yeah. They just think it's going to be like a, a waste of a time. Waste of time. So nobody wants it. But Richard's like pushing for it to happen. Anyway, they all start kind of bickering and um, talking over each other. Yeah, like Georgia, John and Richard are all in a line kind of facing Ali and she just ends up like they're all like like bickering at her and she starts like kind of screwing up her face like she's at like, them. Oh, I'm so um, And you off. get like a close up and a slow-mo of like Georgia, John and Richard's mouths like yeah. going, ah, 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 ah. Yes. and then she kind of turns around and then puts her face like in her arm, and yeah. then suddenly we go to this like fantasy of an uh, she's underwater, like the yes. whole office scene is like covered with water, yes. and she's like underneath the surface of the water, like just swimming, swimming through it, almost like she's like feels like she's oppressively kind of yes. stuck underwater, drowning, yes. trying to get to the surface. Yeah, because I guess that's how having lots of people shout at her makes her feel. Can feel, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, and I think it's interesting because at the point where they're all kind of talking over each other, it was hard to kind of catch the specific 
like sentences or points that they were making. Yeah. At one point, Richard says, feminine needs. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell is he going on about there? Like, I don't know anything about the case at this point. So I'm like, maybe it's to do with that. But is it to do with, like, the women bickering? Like, yeah, I like, don't what the know. Hell? I don't know. And then John just goes, fight, fight. Like, like, bicker, bicker, bicker. <laughs> and it's just really funny. But anyway, after the kind of underwater gif, yes. um, we see Ali kind of makes it back to her office. She's obviously just, like, left this, like, the yeah argument and yeah. like just she's just opted left. out and yeah. walked into her she's office. She's made it to her office and she closes the door and she kind of like leans against the door on the inside of the office and kind of takes a breath with her eyes closed and then you hear a voice go, Ali, and she like just falls down. <laughs> I don't understand how she just. I I, I wonder because sometimes she falls and sometimes it's like she drops like she's ducking like yeah and it's like. I don't believe you're that clumsy that you just fall down in shock. I feel like she's <laughs> ducking, like yeah. something's gonna like Ali, hit her, and yeah, she just kind of crouches down. And then she something. ends up falling with the momentum of like, yeah. Because I feel, I mean, this is not a spoiler alert, but I only know this because we've watched a few episodes yes. ahead of this. But she does start blaming like the shoes, the shoes that yeah. she wears. So I wonder if it's like she goes to duck and then because she's wearing she heels, topples over. she just falls over. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've never been in that position. No. Uh, from ducking. I mean, no. I've, 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 I have worn heels before. <laughs> anyway, she kind of up, gets back up uh, because, and this, this we see that the person who said Ali is the actor Jesse L. Martin, Aww. which Eleanor and I are massive fans of, um, mainly because he played Tom Collins in the original cast of Rent. Yeah. Um, so he's just... Uh, dreamy. The, the living... <laughs> just, like, the living end. Like... <laughs> he is, like, the pinnacle of manhood and oh, no one else will ever come close. Dreamy. Okay, yes. <laughs> so, um, he... We find out that basically... He's the trial. He's the the, the person. The she's person representing she's representing in trial. in trial. He's a doctor, and uh, he's in her office because he's got to go over his testimony with yeah. Ali. But while she's whilst um, he's come, like first of all, he's like, "Are you okay?" And she like jumps up, but she also is like, "Oh no, I'm really like I'm." She walks tenderly like she's sore yeah and he's like, like she hurt herself are you when she o- fell are you okay um and then she's like i think i have a hematoma and i had to actually <laughs> google what this was because i was like what the fuck is a hematoma <laughs> it's basically similar to a bruise from yeah. what i can tell yeah. and i was like all this fuss over just a bruise i get bruises all the time bruise <laughs> like about a it. peach <laughs> yeah anyway because he's a, a doctor as it's i don't know if we get that information at this point in but the episode he but is, we, he is yeah. a doctor but anyway he's saying let me see and so he's like looking um from well, she's behind. kind of like she's um, leaning on, the, on desk. the desk kind of slightly bent over the desk and it's like her hip that she's yeah, been that complaining she's about so he's sort like of lower back yeah almost. she's yeah. so he's like looking at the hips and sort of from behind, from behind. Yeah. and then he's like oh I think it's just a little Charlie horse which we don't have that phrase in the UK yeah, so I had that? to I had to google that as well there's a lot of googling in the <laughs> oh, and basically it's a way of saying cramp in your legs oh okay like we would just say I've got cramp, cramp. <laughs> right yeah <laughs> he's okay. like it looks like it's a little Charlie horse you should put some ice on it and keep rubbing it and then Annie starts talking about the case but yes. while this is happening she's talking about the case whilst he's still sort of addressing her hip tenderness um, John kind of enters 
but no one like moves position they just carry on so um, it kind of looks like <laughs> Craig has got her like bent over her desk yeah really. he's just like holding her hips <laughs> it's weird um, but Ali just goes oh hi John we're just going over strategy and then John goes oh yes I know someone who says it's good luck to rub his client's buttocks before trial. <laughs> and and I was like, like, I hurt, hurt myself. myself. <laughs> and this, this wasn't for luck, John. And John just holds his hands up and like does a little smile. Like, you say so. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was quite a funny moment, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, so then there's a new scene and we see Billy running after Richard in the office. Like, Richard, Richard, Richard. <laughs> like, it's like, calm down, Billy. Like, piss off. Chill. Um, but then he's like, I'm having a philosophical problem with the way we do our business. So Richard goes, okay, I'm glad you told me. I appreciate your honesty there. And, and then he, he like slaps his shoulder and just walks, walks off. <laughs> and Billy's like, uh, <laughs> can I, he sort of follows him and goes, can I tell you the problem? And Richard's like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I really enjoy that. Uh, I know it's, it's definitely on purpose, like that tactic of just being like, oh, I'm so pleased. And then just like not giving that someone a chance to like actually air yes. their grievance. Yeah. It's really funny. So anyway, Billy's problem is that they're taking cases with no legal merit. So this Eva Curry case is another is clearly like the main point of contention, but yes. it's obviously something he's been thinking about for some time. Yeah, um, it's just that this Curry case has brought it to a head for him. So he's like, it's got no course of action. And Richard's like, of course she does. Race ipso retainer, which I thought was really funny because that's obviously not a phrase. <laughs> it's he's bastardized race ipso loquitur from a previous episode, just added retainer on, which is a little <laughs> legal joke there, which I thought was a lot. Um, but anyway Billy's like look she's gotten good treatment from her boss and we're going to try and sue for sexual harassment like what the hell is this Um, and then Richard starts launching into this kind of I don't know, like soapbox moment where he's yes. like, it's not our place to play judge or jury. And that, at that point, Billy just looks chagrined. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, we do not decide merits. We are advocates. We are fighters to fight the fight of some of the client. We don't, we do not decide right or wrong. We do not decide who shall win or lose. And let me say this, I'm offended by the notion that the boundaries of the law and then the, the phone, phone rings. rings. And he's like, excuse me. And he just presses play and th- on a tape. And, and then his voice comes on and is like, it's our limitation. It I am offended by the notion that we deny blazing new trails. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's, it's just, it's, it continues his speech. Yeah. So my question is, how is the tape exactly the right Yes, time? I know, I know, I know. For when the yeah. phone rings, like yeah. that's ridiculous, but I'm prepared to suspend my disbelief for, for a, the an joke. amusing moment. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it just carries on this speech on the tape uh, whilst Richard's just on the phone like, oh, yeah, sure, like having a completely <laughs> different type of conversation, like his tone is all because like jaunty. Is, like, up to that point, before he turned on the tape player, like Billy looks like he's kind of like, oh, he's, oh, got, a point. he's got a good, he's actually yeah. making good points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as soon as like Richard takes a phone call and puts on the tape, <laughs> he's like, you fucking bellend. <laughs> like, so he you're just, full of shit. He just leaves, Billy yeah. just leaves the room as the tape is playing. And then as uh, Richard finishes his uh, conversation, he puts the phone down, he presses stop on the tape and he continues from where the tape left off. Yeah. And then he realises that Billy's gone and he's like, oh, Billy? Okay. Billy's like, right. And it's like, not a good tactic, Richard. Yeah. I can see how you thought that might save you time, but no. No. <laughs> 
So the next scene, we have Renee and Ali just in the street. Yeah, she's there. I think they're walking to court, the courthouse. Yeah. Um, um, and they're talking about Ali's mood, I guess, at the moment. Because Renee, as her roommate, has realised that she's being more difficult than normal. Well, I, I, clearly, like, Ali has told her about the, yeah. the feeling underwater yes. kind of moment. And Renee goes, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're in trial. And Ali's like, well, I've been in trial before and I've never gone deep sea diving. You said kickboxing would help. And (laughs) Renee goes, maybe if you took one in the head. And Ali's like, what? She kind of stops, but (laughs) Renee keeps walking and then she has to like rush. Yeah, and she's like, no, it's just this is kind of a real case with a real client. I'm representing a doctor. And I think that I'm afraid that I'm going to be exposed as a fraud, like I'm not a real attorney. It's like imposter syndrome. Yeah, and I really think I'm losing my mind and I can't lose my mind right now. And Renee goes, I agree. (laughs) Talk about looking for a needle in a haystack. (laughs) Now, this is my... Objection! Like, because I just... (sighs) Like, I know Renee is someone that does take the piss Humor. out of Ali. Yeah. But I just feel she's being really mean to Ali in this, like, scene. Because yeah. it's the way that she says those things. Like, and I know Ali is, like, melodramatic. But she's, you know, she is talking about things that are real feelings. Yeah. Like you say, imposter syndrome. And and if she feels like she's losing her mind. And, and, and like... She's not, Renee's not being supported. No, and the thing is, Renee, when she's kind of makes, cracks jokes to Ali, usually it's with a bit of a wink and a smile and a bit of, like, warmth behind it. Yeah. But in this scene, she seems really cold. Yeah. And really kind of, like, could not give a toss. She's, like, muttering under her breath. She's not really doing it to, like, cheer Ali up or anything. No, like, she's not, it's not, like, a gentle ribbing. It's it's actually really cold, the way that she does it. Yeah. And I just think that's not a really fair thing to do to someone who's told, you know, you someone's told you they feel kind like of asking for help or something. yeah and and i just think it's strange and it does feel really out of character for renee in my yeah. opinion and the thing is we never get any kind of explanation as to why she decided to you know treat mean. ali like yeah. that and it just it just felt a bit odd and a bit yeah. mean and i just yeah. didn't like it i get it and yeah, and so Ali's like, what again? And Renee's yeah. like, nothing. And Ali's like, you've just insulted me twice in 20 seconds. Mm. And before they can get much further, John arrives and he's like, are we ready? And they kind of part ways because Renee's obviously not involved in that case. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ali um, just kind of, uh, she leaves sort of saying good luck to John. And as she leaves, Ali just kind of looks annoyed at Renee as she goes because she's obviously yeah, like, what the hell? <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So John's then giving Ali some quick briefing on the on the case because he's found out that Howard Lane is representing the plaintiff, and um, Ali's like, she's uh, it's a former DA, so that's very good. And then John says, "Can I make a suggestion?" And Ali says, "What?" And John says, limit the hand movement. It's distracting. I also think it connotes weakness. Um, He's like, that's not a criticism. It's just a pre-trial constructive advisory. Yeah, so this is this is my... Objection! Oh, okay. Because, 
so it goes on because Ali's like, what are you talking about? What I do with my hands? And John's like, you swish them. And it's like, I swish them. And John says, as you argue, they swish. Often in unison, sometimes in alternating patterns. And he's kind of flapping his hands around yeah. to demonstrate what he's he like, it's it is. It's distracting. And there's some anecdotal evidence that it could, in some observers, trigger seizures. Though there's nothing scientific to substantiate this. Yeah, so my objection <laughs> is, women, are, I just really hate that... Um, it's, it's, it's kind of layered, this objection. First thing I'm like, stop telling Ali, like, this is not the right time to coach Ali on any kind of uh, performance that she does issues all the time. just before yeah. she goes into trial. All it's going to do is put her off and make yes. her even more self-conscious and maybe make it even worse um, or trigger, like, alternate behaviour that's even more distracting. Mm. Like, this is a really inappropriate moment to coach someone on something that you think that they could improve on anyway yeah do it after yes. or like months before so she yes. has a chance to really do something about it but b i am sick and tired of women being told how to talk and how to present themselves yeah. in a way that is acceptable to a male dominated industry like women are constantly being told don't use um vocal fry don't talk up at the end of a sentence because it makes you look weak it makes you look stupid it makes you look but actually don't all of soften those... your sentences don't, yeah, don't exactly. say We're... say i think don't say i feel and like... i've been told all of these things as a woman that they're distracting or it's just it undermines your credibility yeah i'm like no what it means is i don't talk like a man and yes. actually i don't think we should be talking like men i actually think some of the ways that women talk um, are, better. are better than the way men do it like yeah. going having your sentences end on a higher intonation is actually inviting the other one to other person that you're speaking to to offer a counter point of view and therefore have a more open discussion or when you vocal don't fry, or when is makes you feel like less of an automatron do you know what i mean yeah. you're just gathering your thoughts and that means it's less kind of scripted and slick and actually that's inviting a more open conversation and less and also and things like like you say like when because often you know i'll finish a uh, sentence with do you know what i mean yeah like and it's yeah, like you say, it's opening it. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you do, do you, do you have a counterpoint? Like, and rather than going, this is this, yeah. and that's that. And, <laughs> like, the, and the hand swishing thing, like, yeah, I get it's that expression. It, it can be distracting, but it also can be denoted or perceived as expression, passion, and, you know, emphasis for your subject and what you're trying to get across. And men also do this all the time, but nobody tells them to stop swishing their hands because no. they'll trigger a seizure. No. I'm just... Plus, I like, I, I'm... John does this a lot. He goes, anecdotal evidence. It's like... What so no evidence no evidence like yeah, exactly. basically it's not scientific in any way you've just read in whatever like, <laughs> like and i'm just like I'm at just... what point do we keep pandering to men who tell us how to talk and act because their way is better and i don't believe that it is yeah so i'm just i think it's it's a personal bugbear of mine because i've been told all of these things multiple times yes um so it sort of hits close to home for me but i'm yeah. just like i was just like no john fuck off a this isn't the right time to say this if you want to have some kind of some kind of positive outcome and b fuck off anyway because it's not even like <laughs> i'll swish my hands if i want to switch my hands i'll my fucking hands if i want to switch my hands if it wins us you know if i'm still my performance is still good and i'm winning cases like What's clearly it? the hand swishing isn't a problem yeah it's like, an issue yeah yeah if, if i was constantly losing cases then i was maybe... just like and they were like well it was because of all the hands switching we just <laughs> I, I was just like fuck that noise yes yes you yeah. know 
So anyway, Ali kind of tries to defend herself by saying, don't you think what I do with my hands is unconscious? And John's like, yes. And and Ali kind of sticks up and like kind of says the piece that I would want to say, although I'd yes. probably be a bit more angry about yes. it. She's like, I'm in a trial that I may be overmatched and you tell me to watch the hands. And she's clearly like annoyed. Yes. And she's like, how effective do you think I'm going to be when I'm concentrating on mitigating the hand, fo- the hand switch? How focused do you think I'm going to be if I'm worrying about triggering a seizure? And then she notices like this passerby who's been <laughs> like staring picking at up her. a paper yeah. or something nearby. It's like, just notice that she's having a go. And then she just turns to him and says, if you stare at me one second longer, I will chop your kneecap. I am a trained kickboxer <laughs> and that's where john gets the I car down like wordlessly yeah. anything and she just goes no <laughs> and i was like yeah well done ali Stand like for fuck off yeah. everyone and yeah. the passers by <laughs> and you slack jawed observers yeah all you slack jawed yokels <laughs> uh yeah so there, so, there we go it's quite funny that we both had different objections but in the same scene. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. funny, yeah. Okay, so we're in court. Whipper is the judge. Oh yes, Whipper is the judge. Yes. And basically we're going into the the trial of Mrs. Goldstein versus Dr. Butters. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, that's his name. We haven't actually heard that in the, no. in the episode, but yeah, his name but is Dr. Greg Butters. Greg Butters. Yeah. Barters. Yeah. <laughs> um, so opposing counsel is questioning the uh, plaintiff. Yes. Um, who is a lady called Mrs. Goldstein, Hannah Goldstein, and she's played by Liz Torres, who was he's, she's been in lots of she's like one of those jobbing actors. He's been okay. in lots of things. I've recognised her from Desperate Housewives myself, but she's also been in Ugly Betty, ER. Okay. Um, she was Miss Patty in Gilmore Girls. For anyone who watched that, watched watched that, I do not. But, no, I've um, never seen she, it. That was a role where she was in it for a longer period of time, so maybe more recognisable. Like regular. Okay. Um, but yeah, so she's on the stand. Yes. And the opposing counsel saying it was an emergency Miss Goldstein and she's um, Miss Gold, Mrs Goldstein is like it doesn't matter doesn't matter you don't do that to a person they stuck part of a big fat hog in me big and she says this a lot she, yes. or, well, she never says like pig or hog she, it's no. always big fat, fat hog yeah and the opposing counsel says, well, your own liver was failing without a transplant. And then <laughs> um, Greg kind of rolls his eyes and then Ali kind of smirks. Um, and Hannah's like, you don't open somebody up and stick part of a big fat hog liver inside of her. Um, and I just wanted to, I don't know if you're going to come on to this later when we talk about retrial. But no. at this point, I was like... How do we feel about their choice of actress for this role? Well, this, this is, is it. Liz Torres is a larger woman. She's yeah, a fat she, lady. she's a fat woman. Yeah, um, but I'm really uncomfortable with it. It, it may, I was going to say this, I'm at really this point. I was like, it. I don't know what they're trying yeah, to say. Yeah, because this is the thing, right? I've got a note here that says, "Yeah, I'm uncomfortable with the portrayal of Mrs. Goldstein, who is played by this fat woman." Yeah, and this they have her. Of this repetition of like big, big fat, fat hog, yeah, and the utter repulsion that she acts towards the fact that a pig's liver was used in the transplant. That's what we uncover through this. Yeah, yeah. is uh, and <clears throat> it, it to me, to me, it's like the show is like daring the audience into being like well, this woman is ridiculous because, like, she's ridiculous for being repulsed by a big fat pig 
when she herself is a Looks big fat like pig. A big fat pig. Yeah, yeah, like I think that is the thought process yeah. that the show is trying to trigger in an audience. It is is going, well, she's fat. Why is she fucked off that a pig has been put like a yeah. big part? And the thing is, and I think that it, it purposefully it's designed to make her unsympathetic. Yeah. To distract from the point that she has a valid point. Yeah. That her bodily autonomy was infringed on yeah like and i think that this is designed but like to make her look like a terrible person like complaining that he saved her life for for being fat complaining that yeah pig's liver was put in her when she's fat yeah how dare she yeah um have a problem with that because i that was i you've articulated it way better than i was because i was just like how do we feel because i i could I unconsciously knew that, that there was something there was something wrong. Yeah. I felt like I feel like exactly like that in terms of I feel like I was being led down this path of thought and I I you know, unconsciously was like, This isn't right. I yeah, don't, I don't like I don't like what here. you're triggering. This, this doesn't seem yeah. right to me. I I, I don't I, I just I just it was just such a really it was just such an uncomfortable experience to watch her repeatedly say big, big fat, fat hog. hog and I'm like what are you trying to say here yeah. like this doesn't this I think I think this is what you're trying to say this is wrong I like, think it's that thing of yeah like you have no you you have no right to be repulsed by a pig because you are fat you have no right to be repulsed by that or have a problem with that yeah because you are fat and I and I think it's supposed to show that she's unaware that she's fat because I think uh, to be repulsed by fatness, yeah, the fact that she doesn't just keep saying pig's liver, she says big fat repeatedly. hog, repeatedly, repeatedly, big fat hog. Yeah. It just... And everyone around is kind of rolling their eyes. And like, just oh. kind of like... <sighs> yeah, exactly. You know, and I just think like, it's trying to show that she is not self-aware, that she is sort of or even if she somehow is, unaware that she is a fat woman or even if she is she's got no right to therefore be repulsed yes yeah she which she, is weird yeah she <laughs> has no right to have a problem with this yeah um, it's very yeah it's very uncomfortable and strange. it's weird yeah. i don't like it it makes me feel really icky inside yeah no I anyway know. they have ali kind of cross after that there's like a new scene i guess um and she says well how do you feel mrs goldstein and she says well i'm still traumatized i keep thinking of them cutting into that big fat hog taking out that big, big fat, fat hog liver, liver and, and sticking, sticking it in me into. and you're almost as the audience because of the repetition you're hearing her go sticking it in big fat hog me yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's, she it's, doesn't say that but no. your brain fills in the, the, the blanks. blanks yeah um so anyway, Annie says, after two days, you had a human liver transplant to replace the big fat hog liver. She's like echoing her mm. words. And she's and Hannah says, yes. And so Annie says, do you think that it's possible that Dr. Butters did what he had to do under extreme pressure? And she's, while she's make, asking this question, her <laughs> hands are swishing. Swishing her. But the audio has like extra swish noises that go with her hands to like emphasise yeah. it. Um, so she's sort of like, do you think he did what he had to do under extreme pressure? Swish. And you see John kind of looking. Um, exigent circumstances. And then she pauses to kind of put her hands consciously behind her back to stop her swishing. Yeah. And it says, to prevent you from dying, is that possible? 
And Mrs. Goldstein replies, well, he could have kept me alive on a machine and he could have asked me once I gained consciousness. And then she's like, doctors today treat you like you're just a piece of meat. I'm nobody's meat. And then she says again, big fat hog. Yeah. And it's just like, what? Yeah, like, she's yeah. Like, like lamenting. She's like, big fat hog. Like, yeah, yeah, just like, like, yeah, really drumming this home. Like, I just... Yeah, it I was, think it it's was all designed. Overkill. It's all designed to make her look very unsympathetic. Yeah, and well, at that point, Greg and Annie kind of look a bit defeated because she has a point. Like, yeah, she, she totally she has, has a point. A complete point. Um, so anyway, we're in a new scene, and Annie and Greg are walking outside the courtroom. And is it? Aren't they in the? Sh- isn't it? It's as in outside the building, like outside and it's on like the street. evening. Yeah, now, yeah. Um, Ali's like, I won't say that went great, but it went pretty well. Yes. And Greg points out that he feels the problem is that he wasn't authorized by the hospital to do the transplant. Yes. And that's what they that's have the to issue. tackle, basically. Yeah. But Ali thinks she's kind of positive, and she says, "I think we'll be able to because if we show that you saved her life, no jury is gonna like come back and you know." Yeah. And she's about to finish her sentence, but then she sees. The dancing baby. The dancing baby. So this time it's not dancing, it's playing ice hockey. (laughs) It's on like roller skates. Yeah, it's on on roller skates with a hockey stick. Yeah. Doesn't it have like a little helmet on I don't think it's on roller skates, I think it's on ice skates, it's playing ice hockey. Oh, it's on ice hockey. Yeah, and so it kind of skates around her and then like stops and so she trails off like looking at this... Distracted. Like hallucination (laughs) and Greg's like... Ali? Yeah. <laughs> and Ali's like, huh? And Greg's like, what's the matter? And she's like, nothing, nothing, what were you saying? And Greg's like, you were talking. And Ali's like, okay, well, yeah, well, the fact that you saved her life counts more than anything else. And then the dancing baby, like, continues to, like, skate in front of her. Yeah. And then she kind of, it sort of skates backwards, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like do, do, do. And then, uh, and then Ali looks again at the pavement and it's gone. Yeah. And Greg's like, what's the problem? And Ali's like, nothing, I'm just thinking about my baby. My cross, my cross examination. <laughs> my cross examination. That's what I'm thinking about. Um, so anyway, then and by can... that point they've like reached Greg's car. Yes, he's yeah. like, "Here's my car," um, and Greg offers to drive Ali home, but Ali says no, and she's like, "I live about three blocks away, and I enjoy the the walk." And so Greg sort of turns to the car, and then we see the, a great one of the great gift moments, which is Ali's um, tongue comes out, oh, and yeah, like, like licks, <laughs> like it's a big cartoon tongue that comes out of her mouth and kind of goes to like lick yeah. the back of Greg's neck as he's turned away. And I was just, I just wrote, lol, that's the best gift. Because when you do see a really attractive man or woman, whoever you're attracted to, like sometimes you're just like, can I just... Can I just... Can I just... Yeah, I wish, yeah. And then Greg kind of turns around and goes, can I walk you then? Like back to her house. And she's like, no, I'm fine. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, Greg's showing a lot of yeah, interest. Greg's in, interested. In Ali's Ali. clearly interested because of the tongue, but she's trying. I think she's trying to keep it like professional, professional while they're in trial. Which is she's, a good idea. It's very good. <laughs> um, and she is clearly stressed about this trial and feeling yes. pressure about it, so it's a very good idea. It's to kind of like, there, let's, yeah. let's keep this simple for yeah. now, yeah. So they agreed to see each other tomorrow in court, and then Ali goes to walk away, and she like steps falls off down. the curb <laughs> and falls down again. And Greg's oh Greg sees, and he's like, are you okay? And she's like yeah that's why I need to practice my walking because <laughs> I fall down every opportunity <laughs> and then she walks off her voiceover is like 
why do I always have to fall down? <laughs> and I was like, story of my life. I, I am know. always falling down. I know that, like, um, you know, it's become a bit of a trope how, like, uh, women in especially like romantic comedies it's like yeah crazy. like it like that's considered a personality trait is just to have a woman who's very clumsy and just falls down all the time but we are both women that fall down it's all the time it's a real thing it is a thing I wouldn't say it's like the basis of my personality no no but it does happen we so have, whenever we have weak ankles whenever I, think, I weak ankles. whenever I see women on films doing it I never think oh what a trope I think this is like my me. life <laughs> oh dear so yeah I wonder if people who listen to me going so I fell down again the other day are like are you just trying to make yourself more interesting more or like likeable <laughs> like right manic pixie dream girl yeah. wannabe like falling down all over the place I'm like no seriously if I could not fall down it I'd enjoy it more yeah. <laughs> I've got like, hematomas up to my ears like you're just trying to be more whimsical aren't you yeah that's what it is exactly um, so yeah so I mean she walks away from Greg but um, then and then she spots she sees something she sees Richard uh, across the street, like way in the distance, getting out of a cab and with going into a Janet house Reno. with Janet Reno. Da, da, da. Yeah, so yeah, um, and they're kind of like yeah. chatting and like clearly having yeah. a whale of a time. Richard's like telling some jokes, like, "Oh yeah, you know, oh uh, I went out with Janet Reno. He'll sit kind of star on you for obstruction of dating. Blah, blah, blah. He'll subpoena everyone." They're like having some like topical political yeah, conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Janet Reno's like. Oh, <laughs> loving it um, and then the scene kind of fades out because Ali's like huh. yes hmm. yes hmm. she's That's very good. kind of like I am disappointed in you Richard yeah um, so the next scene oh. so next scene is Ali. the next day in the office and Ali is running after Richard being like I saw you yeah like surprise surprise inserting yeah. herself exactly. into the situation uh, Richard turns around Richard turns around and goes Certainly none of your business, which I'm like, yes. And then Ali responds, <laughs> you should know me well enough by now that everything is my business, especially when it comes to relationships. And I'm like, I'm like no, gave, it's not. Who gave you that <laughs> title? Like, who gave yeah. you that? Like, that's not part like, of your job description. Back off. This like, when fuck all to do with you. When you joined Cajun Fitch, no one was like, and you'll be in charge of your relationships. <laughs> so, you know, your keep an eye on that. management. <laughs>
awesome. <laughs> Does she have to wear chunky heels all the but time? But they're like even more dangerous. Like you could like give I someone concussion. Know. I wonder. <laughs> this is an interesting point. I wonder if a nineties chunky heel is more dangerous than a stiletto because a stiletto is pointy. That could like have someone's eye out. Yeah, if it hit your eye, maybe. Okay. But I think a but chunky it nearly heel. Hit John's eye. I think a chunky heel could proper more like yeah, yeah like give you. Well, a, anyway, either way, anyway. it's not cool. No. Um, okay. And and so Ali's like, oh my god, John, are you okay? Are you all right? And I'm like, what did you expect that it just would magically not hit anyone <laughs> in a busy office? Like for God's sake. And John just silently, he's holding his head because obviously he hurts, <laughs> gives her shoe back and then just gives the card to her again, yes. like the therapist card. And it's like, and she and Ali finally, it's like, oh, all right. And she kind of takes the card. At this point, Richard has gone to like dismiss himself yes, and like yeah. walk off. And Ali just runs after him like, Richard! And Richard's like, bygones! And she's like, Richard! <laughs> and I'm just really concerned about Ali in this episode because she's clearly not coping my thought, I had a note here, because I'm like, she's clearly not coping with the aftermath of what happened last episode. She's, like, throwing shoes. Like, she feels like Renee's not on her side, because Renee's been weird with her. Like, Georgia is keeping her distance, obviously, because she's kind of like, after what happened last episode, I don't want to, like, I kind of want to just focus on my relationship with Billy and not yeah. you. And she obviously doesn't have Billy anymore to to kind of go to. Yeah. Um, so she's kind of just inserting herself into Richard's love life for lack of something else to do. Yeah. And it's like, she, I feel like she just needs help slash a friend. Like, and, and so that was my thought at that point. Okay. Which is interesting because the very next thing that happens is that Billy runs up and he says, what's up with you? And Ali's like, it's the shoes. And then... <laughs> she and goes, then, can I talk to you? And then and Georgia, Georgia comes appears <laughs> at, at like, Billy's side, arm, like, yeah. really, like, protective, which, side note, I didn't like that bit for Georgia because Georgia has never acted like that around Billy. No. And I know what happened last episode would cause someone to feel more protective, protective. over their significant other, but I didn't like that look on Georgia. She was like, very was kind like, of like... He's mine. He's mine. So we come as a package. And I was just kind of like, oh, does it have to go here? Yeah. So anyway, having had that thought and written that note about being concerned about Ali and thinking like she needs a friend, it was funny that the very next thing that happened when I unpaused to like, from writing that down, was that she was like, can I talk to someone? Yeah. And so I wrote, maybe she shouldn't talk to Billy and Georgia though. Like, that's not the place to go to. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, and then the Georgia thing with the arm, I was just like, I just don't know if I'd buy that Georgia would do the kind of pissing on his arm territory thing. It feels very high school, doesn't it? Yeah. It feels very mean girls, high, like, just very immature. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Ali asked to speak to them in private, both of them, because they come as a pair now. Yeah. So there, there's a new scene. And Billy's like, clearly Ali's just told them what she saw. Because Billy's going, are you positive? Yeah, Billy's going, are you positive? And Ali says, yeah, they got out of a cab, Richard and Janet Reno. And they both did the love giggle. And Billy's like, what's the love giggle? And Ali's like, the love giggle, you know. (laughs) Yeah, she does an impression laugh. (laughs) And I'm like, thank God George is here, because she can now finally see, like, what they've been doing all this time. Stupid flirtatious laughs. Um, and they were going into some apartment, she says. And so Ali says, do I tell Whipper? Yeah. And Biggie and Georgia are like, what? what? <laughs> like, both like, why the hell are you getting involved? Exactly. And then she's like, well, she's become a friend. Don't we owe her something? And it's just like, and Billy's just like, don't 
do that, like you're in trial with her and on the off chance that yeah. she's going to shoot the messenger, like you cannot tell her, like let Richard, Richard have the chance It's Richard's to do thing. It. Like, yeah. he's right. Like, this might be the only time that I ever say this, but Billy is correct. Yes, I know, shockingly. <laughs> um, so then John kind of comes in and knocks on the door and he's got, like, ice on his head. I know! And he's like, Ali. And, and Ali just goes, like, what? Yeah, she's super snappy. But only because she's just been told not to interfere in Richard's wife's life. Like, she's still rolling her eyes from the fact that Billy's telling her, don't, well, you say that. don't. But also, she's been snappy this entire episode. This is why I'm worried about her, because she's just... I mean, I know she's generally yes. quite snappish, which yes. is where the whole snappish thing comes from. But she's just been even more so. Yeah, she has, and I think that's the stress of the trial. Yeah. But I think, especially in that moment, she's just been told she shouldn't interfere in Richard and Whipper's relationship. Yeah, that too. And I think that has And it's the only thing her. that's like... She's got going at the moment. <laughs> yeah, she exactly. obviously can't do anything with Greg yet. Yeah, so yeah, anyway. Yeah. So anyway, John replies by going, We're late for trial. Please stop snapping at me! <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I love the way his voice goes in that moment. Just, stop <laughs> yeah. I was just like, good for you, John. She should stop snapping at you. I'm throwing bloody shoes at your head. <laughs> um, but anyway, John then, after he has that little outburst, sort of, does his weird smile therapy smile. Oh, yes, he does his smile And then Ali smile. has another underwater gif moment where she's like, oh, <laughs> so all just too much it's for all Ali. It's too much for Ali, yeah, exactly. So then we're back in court and yes. um, some hospital man is discuss is on the stand and yes. he's talking about pig liver transplants as a thing. Yes. And he's like, it's very experimental. And opposing counsel is the one questioning and he's saying, was it appropriate for Dr. Butters to perform it? And the hospital dude is like, it wasn't authorised. And then Annie gets up and cuts in and says, but if he'd waited to get that authorisation, like convene a committee to do it, she could have died. And the hospital man is yeah. like, well, that's yeah. possible, yeah. Um, and she goes, as the president of Brigham Health Management, you're glad he performed that operation. And he's like, I am. And she says, and one of the reasons you're quick to point out there was no yeah. hospital authorization is to insulate yourself from liability. And he's like... Of course. <laughs> and then he smiles, and the jury are like writing notes. <laughs> so then we're in the court corridor, and Greg is having a like sidebar with uh, Ali. He's like, I'm up next. And he's like, just tell the truth, be yourself. And Greg goes, You're a terrific lawyer, Ali. And Ali goes, Thank you, and like smiles at him. And I'm just like, Oh, Dr. Butters. <laughs> You're Powering me up. <laughs> Like, such a good name. He's so buttery smooth. He is. He is. He's so, like, yeah, like, oh. I'm really sad. Dreamy. I'm sad that South Park ruined the name Butters for me, because now it's so, like, well-named for that character. But before that, I always thought of Dr. Greg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway... Um, he then asks if they should have lunch and Ali says no actually I do my exercise thing during lunch and, and Greg says well maybe someday when this is all over you will actually say yes to lunch or a ride home or something and Ali's like no, I think we should just trial. stay focused on the trial for now, and uh, yeah. which is good. Like that is, you know, I think she's making a smart decision there. Yes. Yeah. Um, so so then, the then scene, clearly we're, we're in, in the like, gym. 
like it's lunch and they're doing their kickboxing class. And side note, although the beginning of this episode and that kickboxing, first kickboxing scene made me think, um, yeah, I need to join the gym. And actually, uh, listeners, I have since joined the gym. <laughs> You'll be pleased to know that I am also sore, like Ali. Um, but th- I could never do it at lunchtime. No! There is no frigging way. Like, at- Assuming she only gets an hour. Yeah. I mean, unless she's just like out for two hours and like drifts back into the office. It really doesn't matter the timing aside, which is a good point, but I go beetroot red if I do any kind of like high intensity exercise Mm. and it does not fade for like... Days, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't, especially with the job that Ali has in terms of having to stand up in court and she be has in front to of be people. Presentable, you know, yeah. you can't just hide at your desk. Yeah, I, I, and I, I just, yeah, never, like, it's just impossible. No, I, 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 I wonder whether she's allowed to have a longer lunch than most people. But even so, like, I have been for a run before. When I, so the one time I do exercise at lunchtime is if I'm working from home. Yeah, and I have exercise at lunch like gone for a run and like by 6pm my face is still like really pimped. yeah oh, I'm just I like I just could I never do that. this in an office oh really yeah that's funny anyway yeah. so they're they're in the gym and the instructor's got the nursery rhyme thing going like you know uh, three six nine the goose drank the wine it's the no, same rhyme <laughs> and we don't know anymore ba 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 excellent work ladies you're the best <laughs> Instructor's like, you know, don't forget your gear tomorrow. Really good, well done. Um, like Renee, Georgia, and Annie all sitting down, they're all like sweaty, and, and they're like, like, but we were good. Yeah, like, yeah. we really nailed that class. And Georgia's like, we were. Like, really into it. And Annie's like, even me. You know? yeah. And then she says, just knowing that mental health is around the corner, I feel relaxed. <laughs> And then Renee says, if you're going to, because she's referring to the fact that she's going to go to this therapist. John's therapist. So Renee yeah. says, if you're going to go to a therapist, please pick a real one. And Annie says, John told me that she'd help me and I trust him, which is quite cute, I yeah. So then the instructor comes up to them whilst they're kind of recovering yes. um, and says, are you guys ready for a match? And Renee's like, a match? And she's like, yeah, tomorrow is intermediate match day. And Re- she says to Renee that Renee's advanced. So, so she'll she's gonna hook her up. Her yeah. up with someone who's advanced. And, and then she's, she's like, like, Ali and Georgia, you guys could fight each other if you want. And they kind of look like <laughs> flawed, like, yeah. oh shit, what are oh. we going to do about this? Uh, and Georgia, Georgia kind of hesitantly goes, well, I guess, Ali? Like, and what do you think? Ali's like, sure. And, and the instructor's like, great! <laughs> and then Renee, like, side-eyes them, and Georgia drinks her bottle, like, yeah, innocently. I just and love- Ali just looks really stressed, like, oh god, what are they going to do? See, I think in that moment, Georgia's quite looking forward to it yeah because obviously she has some feelings yeah <laughs> and i think she's recognized that this is a good opportunity. yeah opportunity whereas ali's just like she is gonna kick the shit out of me <laughs> and renee's like 
I will get the popcorn on. <laughs> so, yeah. So then the next scene, we're in Whipper's chambers and yes. Richard is, is there. And he's trying to talk to her about the case. He's like, if we were to move to a directed verdict, and Whipper's like, what are you, what's wrong with you? you I can't, can't talk this. to you yeah. about this case. Like, she's like, but she's joking with him. Like, yeah. you, you, you. Um, and she's kind of packing up. And he, Richard's like, I'm just trying to plan my week. If the trial's going to be over soon and we didn't have to defend, we could take off early on Friday. <laughs> and Whipper's like, Richard! <laughs> and he's like, it's all rhetorical. Bygones, lunch. Um, yeah, and then he puts her coat on her back and Whipper just stops and turns around because she's clearly noticed something and Richard goes what I didn't do it whatever it is I didn't do it yeah and we're, we're and she like... just shrugs her coat off and it just falls to the ground and she says give me your hand and Richard's like why and he's she's like give me your hand and he gives her like the wrong hand yeah she's like, no the, the other, other one. one and, and he's she, like what and she sniffs his fingers and I was like ew <laughs> um, and he's like what what's the matter and Whipper says I have a nose for two things the truth and perfume and I was and like spoken like any good female child <laughs> and she's like your finger smells like Janet Reno and yes. Richard's like what oh come on like and it's like don't Again. Like she has caught you. Fucking be a man. And she's like, I know what she was wearing, as in perfume. I know she's in town. This finger has been on her wattle and she sniffs more. And she's like, You fingered the Attorney General's wattle. Yeah. (laughs) Again, Richard. And Richard's like, Oh, I I saw her on the street. (laughs) I went to wave hello, you know, I might have nicked it. And Whipper's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, and Rich's like, Whipper. And she's like, get out. Get out. And he just kind of sighs like he's annoyed. And I was like, you lied. You do not get to be pissed off about this. Yeah, like she's caught you. Like What all handed? Yeah. Love it. <laughs> but, but like, <laughs> fuck off. You do not get to be pissed yeah, off. Yeah, like, stop acting. Uh, uh, oh, anyway. And then Whipper just kind of looks at her hands like, I'm going to have to scrub these regularly. <laughs> As he leaves. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so then the next scene. Of the oh my God. So we finally, <laughs> finally have Ali in a therapist's office. Well, that's not why I'm excited. And, and the therapist is... Tracy Ullman, who I just love. In she's this, fantastic. In, in this, generally I love her, but in this, this role, role, she's oh, so, so brilliant. good. Yeah. And so let's let's dive right on in there and <laughs> wrap it around us like a blanket, because I think this is what we all need. So Ali is at therapy, and, and I have a note that says, is she even working today? Like, no wonder, <laughs> no wonder she's down on billable hours, like from a couple of episodes. Oh, Anyway, Ali's like pouring her heart out about the dancing baby. Yeah. She's like, it's happening more and more. He jumps out of me. And the therapist, who we later learn her name is also Tracy, like the actress that plays her, says, from where? And Ali's like, anywhere. Usually I hear him first. And Tracy's like, ooga chaka. Yeah, ooga chaka, ooga chaka. Last week he threw a spear at me and now he's playing hockey. And Tracy, (laughs) the therapist, goes... Seems like you're nuts. And I was just like, yay! <laughs> this is what I'm here for! <laughs> and Ali's like, I didn't think therapists were supposed to call her patients nuts. <laughs> and she just goes, Ali, you've got a see-through baby in a diaper ooga-chucking spears at you. You're doing this Lloyd Bridges thing through your office. You're a cracker. 
But that's why you're here. And I'm going to fix you. And then she goes into this hilarious bit where she goes, Stan, please. Um, she's just very matter of fact, very yes. like, straightforward, yes. like no nonsense. Very like, calling it like a fear. Yeah. Like, so okay, funny. Yeah. Um, she says, Stan, please. And she, Annie sort of gets up like, what? Like a schoolgirl almost. Yes. And she's like, raise your right knee as high up as you can. Come on, high up as you can. Good. Now I want you to touch your nose with your left index finger. Good. And then she says, whistle if you can. And Annie's just like, what therapy is what this? What kind of therapy yes. is this? And, and she's like, oh, this isn't therapy. I just need to know that you trust me. If you do that, you must. <laughs> I'm just like, like yeah, okay, you can sit down now. <laughs> so good. And then she goes, she sort of leans forward and goes, now tell me more about this Billy guy. <laughs> And you're just like, this is what Ali needs in her life. Like, some straight talking, but very funny. But also, like, qualified. Yes, like, yes. I haven't seen her credentials, but I would assume if she set up, like, a, a therapy practice, she would have to have some. Something. Surely. Yes, you know? you'd hope. I don't know, in uh, but, America. Yeah, who knows. Um, but, like, Renee is also very no-nonsense, like, you know, straight yes. down the middle funny, but also I feel like... Ali can dis person, yeah. I think can... Ali can kind of disregard Renee's sort of advice a lot because she is her friend. Yeah. She's Whereas like, yeah. if you're paying someone yes. for help and they're giving like they're giving you the advice, like you it's much harder to be like, Well, I'm, I'm just gonna not listen to yes. you. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, this is wonderful. Yes, I'm exactly. here for it. It's fantastic. Yes. So Richard is in the office. Uh, in the next scene with uh, Billy Elaine, and Georgia, Georgia and Billy, yes. And and they're kind of like <laughs> trying to like, I guess, console him about what's happened because... Well, that, but I mean, they're all going really. kind of like, like, oh, it's your own fault, Richard. Yeah. Like, I what guess, did you expect? Yeah, like, <laughs> console's the wrong word, but they're like, I guess, helping him react to what's happened. Yeah. So he's like, Billy... Helping him process yeah, it, yeah. It's your own fault. And Georgia's like, yeah, it is. Um, and then Elaine goes, what if Kenneth Starr finds out? And by coincidence, I only found out who Kenneth Starr is. Yeah, I don't know who this person is, so, so I'm not getting this joke. He's the prosecutor who prosecuted Bill Clinton for... I think he's a pros- He's either a lawyer prosecutor or he's um, part of the investigatory police team. I don't know which, but I happened to catch him on the news last night because someone was interviewing him about uh, a book that's coming out that he's written about, I think, his time in that period period in history. Um, But basically, he was part of the prosecution for, um, or getting Bill Clinton prosecuted for the Monica Lewinsky thing. So, and that was probably fairly topical at the time. Like, it had happened a few years previously. Um, So, fairly recent. So, he was kind of well known for being someone to investigate, like, people high up in... Yes. That political, I guess, world. Um, so Elaine's like, what if Kenneth Starr finds out? And George is like, Elaine? And Billy's like, she's dumped you again. And Richard's like, one finger strays and out I go. And then he goes, Georgia, Elaine, what lie works here? And I was like, ugh. I know, it's just No like... lies. And Georgia actually says, lying seems to be what got you into this. Maybe you should try a little truth. And then he goes, seriously, Elaine? What <laughs> do like, you think? God's sake. <laughs> And then Elaine goes, well, I could tell you how to get back with me, but I'm, you know, and Richard goes, slut. And she's like, exactly. And it's just like, oh my God. And 
Billy makes a point, which is what's Billy warning for this episode. Um, he goes, "You're trying to get caught because deep down you want out. You want her to show you the door." Yeah, and then Richard goes, "I don't. Whipper's right for me." Yes, and Billy's like, "Well, some guys run from the woman they're in love with. The free fall scares them. They're afraid of losing control." And everyone like kind <laughs> of turns to look at Billy, and he's like. I read that. <laughs> like, Men's Health magazine. I don't know. I'm like, where is this suddenly, like, you know, insight like, coming from? from yeah, Billy? I, don't like, know. I don't believe it for a second. No. Um, so, yeah. It does seem very out of character. Yeah. <laughs> so then we're in court, and Greg goes, uh, Greg is on the stand because yes. he said that he'll be on the stand. We've had that clarified. And he says she's gone into a, she'd gone into a hepatic coma. And Ali's like, what the hell is that? Is that serious? Like, she's uh, questioning him. Um, and Greg's like, well, it it's very, very serious. serious. Yeah, it, she was in severe liver failure. Um, um, her enzyme we... count was so high, I didn't think she'd last. I thought we were going to lose her. So Ali says, well, what did you do? And this is where Greg says, well, she needed a liver that we didn't have, so I instructed them to get me a pig. And this is where Ali clarifies that a piglet, she's like, she doesn't say a pig liver is compatible with humans, she says a pig liver is compatible with Mrs. Goldstein. And I'm like, not specifically Mrs. Yeah. Goldstein, like just humans in general. Yes. Yeah, and Greg is like, it's close enough. And that's when Miss Goldstein stands up and is like, oh, I object to that. And Whipper's like, Miss Goldstein, like, you know, please sit down. And she's like, he just compared me to a giant King Kong hog. Yeah. And then Whipper goes, well, he's talking about liver compatibility. Please, so sit, down. please sit down. But I'm like, Ali didn't help that with her phrasing of no, that question. No, it feel, it, that feels to me like a prod. Yeah. Like that was designed yeah, to, to upset her. Completely adding weight to your weight theory um, about the show uh, like just constantly making this comparison with her yeah. to like make it look yeah. her look stupid yeah completely um, which yeah again didn't enjoy that so then Ali continues and says well Dr Butters what about this bio artificial liver and Greg says well in my opinion that wouldn't have worked we needed desperate measures otherwise she would have died yes um, so then we cut to the opposing counsel having his turn at questioning Greg and he's saying, well, no, but other doctors thought a machine would have worked and Greg's like, well, everyone always differs their opinion. Um, and then the opposing counsel says, well, yes, and your opinion was, get the pig. <laughs> and and then, and Greg's like, yeah, and then he, the opposing counsel is like, yeah. in fact, you've been wanting always, to do a yeah. pig liver transplant for some time, haven't you, Dr. Butters? And Greg's um, trying to defend himself by saying, no, I perform transplants as indicated by their condition of the patient. And, and yes. the but yes, but, but true or false, you got a grant to study these transplants, which is true. And, he, and the opposing counsel says, uh, well, then if you didn't do this transplant by 1997, you'd lose the federal funding. And, and Greg's like, I take offence to your implications. And he's like, well, fine. But, but is it true it's or false? True, it's still true that you would have lost the funding. federal funding if you didn't do a pig liver transplant by the year end 1997. And, and Greg's like, true, but... And he's like, well, thank you. And Annie is looking pissed because she clearly didn't Did know. not know this detail. Yeah. yeah. So when we're in the, the kind of hallway of the court, outside the courtroom, Greg annoyed, is annoyed. Yeah. yeah, he's like, he made me seem like I... Was a Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, you know, you should have objected. objected. Um, and, and Ali's like, Greg, I must say, you should have told me about that little grant thing. And Greg's like, 
she needed, needed the, the transplant. transplant. It was nothing to do with funding. And Annie's like, well, even so, it all still looks bad and it always comes down to how things look. And that didn't look good. And Greg's like, what are you accusing me of? And Annie's like, I'm evaluating our case and I didn't like what I heard. Yeah. And then she walks off. So, yeah, a little bit of a bump yeah. in the road. But, I mean, she's right. He should yeah. have told her about Oh, completely. Because, and of course, that you, makes a difference. It absolutely makes a difference. Like, you can't... There was no way that he didn't, like, really want to, at some point, carry out that transport. Uh, yeah, completely. So that completely. muddies the waters. Yeah. Regardless of whether it was, like... Needed or needed. not. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, then... Thera- she, Ali's in therapy again. Yeah, like, it's like... Did you get... Hourly like, meeting to <laughs> say, Did you get, like, a loyalty card? You're trying to get your, like, free tenth session? I don't know. Um, anyway, so Tracy goes... <laughs> Know, I don't blame you. Having the pig handy is suspicious. And I'm like, yes, it is a little suspicious that and, you just had that pig handy. And Annie says, I just can't believe that a doctor would perform an unnecessary operation just to advance his career. And then Tracy <laughs> plays a laughter track on her surround sound system by remote. She has a remote and she clicks it and, and there's something like... like Tracy says, sometimes when a patient is so naive, my laughter, my own laughter isn't enough. And then Annie's like, what kind of therapist laughs at their patients? And Tracy's like, I don't laugh at all of them. And I was like, lol. Um, and then she can- continues, she says, look, you've got problems, but before the deep tissue stuff, I need to work on the surface. And Annie's like, oh, what do you mean by that? And she's like, Billy. One, forget him. You may yes. think... Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah! Yeah, I was like... Listen to her! Yeah. She's like... You may think that he's the one guy for you, the one like no other, but he's not. Well, maybe he is, but the point is, you can't have him. Second, Georgia, I know your friends. It's so healthy I could puke. But a part of you wishes her harm. This kickboxing, it's perfect. You get to hit her, knock her down even. Oh, come on. I'm, I'm not saying really hurt her but it would make you feel a lot better to smack her a little. Is it the adult thing to do? Of course not. So what? She's a beautiful, smart woman, married to the man you love. Smack her. We don't deny human nature in this room. I really love that. I really love that she's going, look, like, don't pretend that you're above these feelings of, like, wanting to, you know, smack Georgia around a little bit because you're jealous of her yeah. because, you know, she has what you've always wanted. And actually like, repressing those feelings cause all sorts of other problems. issues elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. So you need to find a healthy way yeah. of getting Like, we're not saying, yeah, just go and attack Georgia. No. But you have an opportunity where you can physically attack each other and it's, it's safe. completely safe. Yeah. And, yeah, like... It, it, and I just really love that she's yeah. like, this is a good opportunity. I like that she's like practical. Yeah. Like she's, yes. not, she, she ignor- she's like, telling Ali to acknowledge her feelings, but not pandering to them yes. either. Yeah. By being yeah. like, oh, you love Billy. Oh, how can we like, oh God, it's awful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter whether you love him or not. You can't do anything about it. And it doesn't it, matter so. if he was, was perfect for you. You can't it, have He's him married now. to someone yeah. else. Like, so... You get know, over get it. over it and find someone <laughs> find else. ways to yeah. get over it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this whole like speech was just wonderful, beautiful, Loved wonderful, it. Yeah. and I was just like, about time too. And Ali's then like, anything else? And Tracy's like, you need a theme song. And this is probably one of her most famous pieces of advice to yes. Ali because everyone always talks about who is a fan of the show talks about what their theme song would be. Yes. Um, so this is like when we get introduced to this concept. So Ali says, uh, what? And she's like. 
Tracy says, a song that you play in your head that makes you feel better. And Ali's like, am I on a kid and camera show? Like, what the hell is this? Um, and Ali's like, do you have one? And Tracy's like, since I was 10. Like, no, no pause. Like, since I was 10, of course, I, it still works. And Ali's like, what is it? And she's like, Tracy, like my name. And Ali's like, Tracy. And Tracy's like, by the cufflinks. Every time I feel down, I hear it in my head. And she kind of gets up and she plays the song. With our Obviously it's again. programmed into yeah. her remote. This is before the days of like Spotify. Like she obviously has it on CD somewhere. Yeah. And it just goes, ba 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 and she's like doing punch motions. Yeah, she's like with dancing. The song. Like, it's really funny. And Ali's like, you sing this in your head and 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 like she doesn't and she doesn't reply she's like she's singing, just singing along, along with like, it and like dancing when I'm with you <laughs> I think you do bounces me off the ceiling and, and like, Ali's sort of standing up and going well I'm in the middle of trial and I'm a little at the end of my rope so I'm gonna go get some sleep and, and Tracy's like, like whilst the verse is like playing Tracy's like I'm not kidding Ali if you want me to help you you have to listen to me come back in tomorrow with a theme song okay and Ali's like Okay, I'll try. And then Tracy's like dancing round and round, like, <laughs> like having such a great time. And Annie just kind of like leaves, disgusted. Just like, oh god, what She's am I like, doing? What am I doing? Uh, yes, but I think having a theme song is a brilliant idea. Yeah, it's so, it works so well as What's like a mood song li- lifter. Yeah, like it's brilliant. I was thinking about this. I don't know if I have a specific one. Yeah, see, I don't know if I have a specific one. I think my theme songs change. Yeah. I think I go through phases where... Because I just feel like the same song can get a bit tired after a while. Yeah. Like, so I certainly remember a time when... um, it has to be Beyonce and Grown Woman. I'm a grown woman. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think what I think mine would probably be a Beyonce one. I just don't know which one. That's I mean, the thing. There's, there's a lot of yeah. good good ones from Beyonce. I would say, uh, yeah, one that always is guaranteed to make me feel like pumped and like I can take on anything is Run the World. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there are a lot of Beyonce songs. Oh, definitely. But yeah, I mean, I think that's. Uh, but I remember also there being a time I think when I was a teenager, G, um, Pink and Eighteen Wheeler. Don't know that one. It's it's from her misunderstood album. That's like a deep cut. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you can push me out the window. I'll just get back up. <laughs> like it's it's like a real kind of like it's like <laughs> I get knocked down. <laughs> yeah, I get up again. yeah. <laughs> Less alcohol. But for fueled. like angsty teenage girl, yeah, yeah. more than drunken yob. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, there are lots of. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think you're right. I don't think I have. And I think it's normal to have that change as you grow. Yeah, because new songs come out and they yeah. like really. And good. also, yeah, what worked for me as a teenager is not going to work for me as a 30 year old. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think you're right. Yeah. Although I can see why Tracy's has stayed the same since. Well, she yeah, started. because she's like got a really her name peppy, like. and it's like her name. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Really. Um, but yeah, but I definitely totally subscribe to the idea that music can completely oh, like, lift yeah, your mood. Yeah. 
Um, agreed. So, agreed. So, um, if you guys, if any of you guys have a theme song, we'll be all ears. Yeah, know. yeah, let us know. Cause... Maybe we can start, like, some sort of repository of people's theme songs yeah. on Spotify. Uh, yeah, and call it Theme of Life. It's Spotify playlist. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would do that. I would do that. I would, I would do that. <laughs> Okay, so then we're in the office the next day and Billy and Georgia are talking in the unisex. Oh, yeah. Um, and <laughs> Georgia's breaking the news that there's this fight that's going to happen. And Billy's like, you're actually going to fight. And yeah. she's like, well, it's it's not a proper fight. It's a kickboxing match. Yeah. And, and then Elaine... we hear a flush and Elaine comes out of the <laughs> stall and says, can you jump up and down on her head? <laughs> and Georgia just goes... It's an intermediate match. There's not even that much like real contact. It's um, and then Billy goes, "Oh, it's yeah, Billy, your lawyers. lawyers." And I was like, "What the fuck does fuck that mean?" Off. Like, you know what? Like, I feel like that's really, like, so patronising. So patronising. Like, it's just like, right? So, uh, it, it, if you're a lawyer, you can't have a hobby. Outside. You can't possibly look absolutely buttoned up and professional at all times, even in your personal life. Yeah, I'm just like, what? Fuck off. Yeah, like, what the fuck is, what the fuck do you do in your spare time? Lawn like, tennis? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just like, what, what a croquet thing to say. Yeah. Like, it's just and Georgia weird. comes back with like, well, actually, most of the people in the class are professionals and they have matches all the time, so piss off. Basically. Yeah, and Elaine like turns around to Billy and goes, who do you want to win? <laughs> And then Billy just turns to her and goes, don't you ever have to work? <laughs> or ever have work to do, even? And Elaine says, oh, yes, but this is what I do best. <laughs> and then there's a flush, and Billy and Georgia are, like, looking what? under the stalls, like, huh, who's in there? And then Ali walks in, because she says, John's, John's loaned me her flush, his flusher. Yeah. And then Elaine asks her, are you ready? And, um, um, and Ali's like, oh, well, there's not even that much contact, right? And, like, Georgia's like, yeah, it's more of a thigh burner thing. <laughs> Like legs, bums, and tums. <laughs> just a thigh burner. I mean that that sounds like such a nineties phrase. Or even eighties. Like, yeah, it's yeah, it's really funny. Oh, so anyway, the next scene they're in uh, the courthouse, and the elevator sort of dings like a boxing match and Ali kind of comes out and Ali's like, "Oh hey, uh, Greg," because Greg's been waiting for her. Yeah. And um. She says, you know, um, they're... Opposing counsel of call they're, they're settling. Willing. They're offering a settlement for 125 and um, it's going to be covered by Greg's policy so it should be something that we actually think about. And Greg's, like, giving her money. Settling. And, yeah, and he's like, like, I don't want to settle. I, I saved that woman's life. Um, and Ali's like, well, okay. Um, and then she says, well, John's doing the closing. And Greg kind of looks sad and he's like shaking his head. Yeah. Um, and she's like, well, what's the problem? And he's like, well, you don't believe me. Is, is that it? You can't invest enough to like do the closing for me. And Ali's like, no. And Greg's like, well, what's the problem then? And she says, well, I have a kickboxing match. I'm trying to pick a theme song <laughs> and I'm not the most focused person right now. You don't want to know. Trust me. <laughs> Yeah. And she says, I think John Cage is the best man for the job. He should do the closing. And then Greg kind of, he still thinks that she's not doing it because she doesn't believe him. Yeah. And so he just sort of turns to her and says, Ali, what I did in that operating room was not to advance my career. And he's quite emotional about it. And she's like, I believe you. That's why I want John to get us home. Yeah, because she's, she genuinely believes he's the best man to do that. Yeah. And wants to do it 
just this for him. Um, so then there's like a lackey kind of comes along and it's random like, courthouse person. <laughs> yeah, a random. It's it's sort of uh, elsewhere in the corridor. Yeah, he's like showing Janet Reno around the courthouse. Court yeah. um, I guess she's doing like a visit and she's like here and over there and over there and like pointing around yeah, and things. Yeah, yeah. And Whipper comes along and she sees this and kind of follows this lackey into, as they lead Janet Reno into another room, like a courtroom um, that's not running a trial at the moment, it's yeah. empty. Um, and the lackey's like telling her about the room, like, oh, it's got great, great history. history. <laughs> um, and then she's like, Judge Cohn, oh, hi, I'm here with the Attorney General. This is, and Whippers just interrupts and goes, we've met. And she says, can I speak with you? And Janet Reno goes, sure. sure. Yeah. So they go to the other side of the courtroom to have a little bit of privacy. And, and Whipper says, you've spent time with Richard fish and Janet Reno's like oh yes a delightful man delightful man um, and Whipper goes he's my delightful man or at least he Back was <laughs> yeah yeah she's like or at least he was um I'm not a big fan of this administration's reach out and touch policy <laughs> and Janet that was Reno, funny I enjoyed that Janet yeah. Reno was like I beg your pardon and Whipper goes I'm a big girl Janet don't play the wallflower any woman who would let a strange man finger her wattle in public has a problem and then she said and then Janet and Reno but I'm like you're assuming that she knows what Richard was doing yeah. I, mean, I don't know i mean it's one of those things there's only I so mean, many times he could go oh you've got a bit of soot there like also, before you'd catch on even if she doesn't this get that is not about soot <laughs> yeah even if he didn't get the neck thing it's he's obviously been spending time with her and being flirtatious with her yes like there is that yeah so but then janet kind of comes back and it's like kind of well maybe he just prefers a woman like me than someone like you like talking about a woman of more character a woman of common courtesy a woman who would gather facts before forming conclusions and then she ends with maybe he prefers a woman whose hair is more natural than nutri-sweet referring to uh, Whipper's blonde highlighted like hair and I just think that's just like mean like what is this really horrible I don't like it when women are like nasty like, in that way. I was going to say, like, actually, none of this is Janet Reno's fault. It's Whipper's no. fault. So why are you having a go at Janet Reno? Yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't like, quite Richard's understand. Like, the one in the relationship. Yeah, yeah I don't understand why Whipper... Because, like I say, I don't think... I don't think it's fair to assume that Janet Reno knows what Richard's fetish is. Um, but even the fetish aside... Yeah. Like... Janet Reno's not doing anything wrong. No. Richard's doing something wrong. Yes, yeah. So yeah. Whipper shouldn't be all like, well, you've lured him away and it's he's yeah. my man, so back off. I'm yeah. like, be angry at Richard, yeah. by all means. Yes. Janet Reno is neither here nor there. Yeah. If he wasn't doing it with her, he could very easily do it with someone else yes. that comes along with yeah. a wobbly neck. very clearly does do it with anyone else. Yeah. Comes across. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't yeah. take it out on Janet Reno. Yeah. And, and then, then Janet Reno goes... There's going to be an investigation. Yeah. And I was like, uh, what? I didn't get like, that. Like, are you throwing the FBI at her? Like, yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand what this investigation line was like, about. It was weird. Into yeah. her hair? <laughs> like, is it NutraSweet that she's using? I don't know. It was just weird. Anyway, that was an odd scene. I didn't like it. Yeah, it's very, yeah, yeah. I don't. And I thought it was beneath Whipper to, like, yes. do that. Yes. Anyway, so then Honey's back in therapy again. Yeah, I think she's, she's getting back. she's getting daily, if not hourly, like, <laughs> appointments. <sessions>. Yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, she's going on and on about this problem that she's having with Greg and she's upset that she thinks that she doesn't believe him and Tracy just looks bored. Like, yeah. She's waffling on um, and, she's, and she ends with kind of like, he doesn't believe I believe him and that's bad. And then Tracy's like, Good, fine, fine, theme song. <laughs> I don't care about that. And Annie's like, I was talking about a case of my personal life. And Tracy's like, we're not ready for that song. <laughs> how precious Ali gets like but I was talking about my Me? personal life <laughs> Jason's like yeah 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 anyway, anyway theme what song. song do you have <laughs> yes um, and Ali's like um, well it's not really a theme song it's just something that I sing you know to, to myself and then like and Tracy's like getting really impatient she's like let's like, hear it tick <laughs> she like, points at her watch like <laughs> and like Ali's like okay just don't judge my voice you and know like, no, no, and then she never. starts singing like this really slow version of the Ali McBeal theme song, yeah. the Bonza song. I, I, I believe I am ready for what love has to bring. I got myself together, now I'm ready to see. Yeah, and it's like really <laughs> slow and like pansy and like, yeah. funny. like it's just really like wishy-washy and like there's a record because the music has started up in the background like, like piano and started, and, singing. So, yeah. and and Tracy's there's like a record scratch and Tracy's like, stop, like stop, 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 stop 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 that song stinks bad song <laughs> and Ali's like it doesn't stink and Tracy goes I'd sooner dance to the scale a theme song <laughs> has to give you a lift walking down the street has and to she's be like, happy with bounce and then she like clicks the stereo on like ba 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 and Ali like gets up and like grabs the remote and switches it off and she's like no 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 not, not that song again like fine she's like okay well what else do you have like, like what, what other, other songs, songs? Um, and then the, Vonda kind of starts in the background with a really mellow like Slow instrumental version of tell him of tell him I know something about love. Well, there's there is this one song. She's like, there is this one song, and Annie's like being really coy and like yeah. sweet. And Tracy's like, oh, I know that song. I know something about love. And Annie's like, no, 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 no. I hear it slow. I hear it slow. And Tracy's like, so good, slow. Gotta hear it fast. Start hearing it faster. And she goes. That is a great theme song. You're going to start feeling better or your money back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and yeah. she's like, really? She's like, yeah, keep hearing that song. This is progress. And then there she, is hope. she takes her glasses <laughs> off and she's like, there is hope. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how Ali's um, way of pepping herself up is like some sort slow of wah, 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 slow <laughs> song. Like a Dawson's, slow Dawson's Creek soundtrack. <laughs> it's like, I know something about Or like, I've been searching my soul. <laughs> I believe I'm ready. It's like Ali, get with Come the on. program. Come on, I know something about love. Amen. Woo, testify. really kind of mopey <laughs> that is her she is mopey mopey as fuck seriously it's hilarious so I'm glad that Tracy's like knock that out of her like no, no. faster um, yeah get those knees get up that, get that tempo get that going get blood pumping yes get those 
smile muscles working. Bounce, for God's sake, bounce. Pep, pep. Think pep. So, oh, yeah, man. so the next scene, we're in the gym and there's like uh. a woman being carried off in a stretcher. <laughs> And Billy is there witnessing this with Renee and he just turns to her and goes, I thought nobody gets hurt. And Renee's like, with me, somebody, somebody always gets hurt. hurt. That's implying that that has been Renee's opponent in the yes. previous match. And she's she knocked her out. Her. So Ali and George are in the ring and the yeah. instructor is like giving them some coaching before they start. They're like, it's all about just the artistic expression of the move, like block, bob, weave, the stuff we've been doing in class. Like, you know, are you ready? And, and Ali's like, Okay. And, like, ding, ding. and they're like, let's fight. And Elaine's like, it's like a dream. Like, she is full on standing there with popcorn, like, yes. ready for it. She's not literally got popcorn, but she no, might as well She have. might as well be um, eating it. And Elaine is there and John is there. Um, and so Ali and George sort of start tentatively dancing around each other. They like, sort of jabbing into jabbing, the air. Um, like, but not making, yeah, not making contact. contact. Yeah. And then... Ali is the one who makes the first sort of lunge, I suppose, but she misses. She over she, sort of shots yeah. it and like hurts her shoulder. She, she almost falls. Um, and then and then Georgia tries and she sort of kicks out, but Ali dodges that and she gets onto the rings. But it but was a bit looked, more aggressive than yeah, Ali Yeah, and been. she looked really she's offended. Shocked. She's like, oh, oh, gosh, this is a fight. And then the instructor sort of gives her some coaching. She says, you know, when she misses, it's a perfect opportunity. You should get in there and counter. Um, and so then Ali kind of like high kicks. Yeah, which Georgia, Georgia does. And Georgia dodges, but she, Georgia is then shocked. And so she's like, you've been practicing. Been practicing. <laughs> and then Elaine goes, somebody just hit somebody. <laughs> um, so then Georgia punches twice, like hooks, and Ali ducks yeah then georgia does a big kind of roundhouse kick and billy's just there looking really concerned um <laughs> but then ali gets knocked down by it yeah um, and john kind of is scrunching up his face and georgia once she's knocked ali down it's like oh my god are you okay are you okay like immediately like <laughs> i love sorry. how they're doing like every time they actually land something yeah they're always like oh, are you okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and ali's like, get yeah, on with it yeah i'm fine um and and georgia's like i've never done a roundhouse before and renee like smirks because she's like this is hilarious this is so funny um, so then they both kind of punch each other and they do make contact and they kind of grapple round and round yeah and then Ali and, and the instructor's like you're doing great it's great and then Ali kicks Georgia and Georgia goes down and Ali just goes oopsie <laughs> and then she's like are you, you okay? okay and Georgia's like yeah it just surprised me and Billy's like I don't, I don't like this and Elaine goes it's terrible and she's like taking money like she's taking bets so they both punch and Georgia gets Ali in the stomach like and it really wins her. Proper gut punch. And she's like, oh my God, are you okay? And then Ali comes like, back with a massive up. uppercut <laughs> and Georgia goes to the floor. She goes flying yeah, like, to the ground. Flying. And then that's when the instructor's like trying like, to call ding, it. She's ding. like, I think that's enough for today. But then Georgia pushes the instructor <laughs> out of the way and they both really go at like, each other they like both hard. attack each other. Like yeah. Georgia goes down um, in the in the end. Well, Ali sort of lands a kick that knocks Georgia to the ground. Yes. And then like the instructor's like, time is up, match is over and, and, and like, Ali's going I'm really sorry, sorry. 
I got carried away. But then Georgia gets up and does a massive punch so that Ali goes down and then to Swan Lake, like in slow motion, oh, yes. Georgia falls with exhaustion <laughs> to the other side of Ali. So they're both just lying like parallel to each other. And then Billy jumps in the ring and he's kind of like the camera pans from side to side <laughs> to their both their faces and uh, to like from Billy's perspective, like, I don't know what to do. And then he ends up just being on the side of them and just like shrugging like and just being like this was a bad idea <laughs> it is very funny it's hilarious it's very funny and I love how like it starts off all tentative and then they're like yeah. no <laughs> yeah I know they made, like, they're literally dancing around each other at the beginning and yeah. then by the end they're like proper brawling and like trying to get the last punch in Punching. yeah it's yeah. really funny it's it was great. very good so, yeah, so <laughs> the next scene, Ali is, like, massaging her hip with a vibrator? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a back massager. Yeah, sure. But it, it is, you know, in Sex <laughs> and the City. Yeah, it's like Sex and the City, like, can you ever see that? Yes. Episode yes. with Samantha yes. being like, my vibrator's broken. They're like, uh, ma'am, that is a back massager. She's like... It's a vibrator. I need a new one. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure it could be used for either. Um, but anyway, yeah, so she's massaging her hip with this massive massager. Um, and Renee is kind of looking through some paperwork. They're at home. Mm. But they're dressed for work. So yeah. I guess they've gone home to, like, get changed after the well, match. Well, I assumed it was the next day. I did too, but... Yeah, this day's been quite long otherwise, I suppose. Yeah, I think it's the next day. It's just the fact that they've always done their exercise at lunchtime. Well, no, I think there's evening classes and lunchtime right. classes, and I think that was an evening thing. Well, anyway, they're ready for work, so Ali's, like, moaning. She's like, nobody gets hurt, just an exercise. And she's like, my ribs are sore, I'll tell you. And Renee's like, you two did get carried away. And, and Ali's like, like, you knocked your opponent out. And, and she's yeah. like, yeah, but I only threw one punch. Um, so then she says, you know, was Dr. Tracy right did it feel good to smack Georgia and Ali's like little is that bad and Renee's like awful and then she smiles (laughs) and Ali's like laughing and then she has to get to court so she's leaving and then Renee picks up the massager and like switches it on yeah I know Like, hello. Don't steal someone else's. I like, know. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> They're sharing an awful lot, and I'm not sure it's healthy. <laughs> I think it's really like, yeah. I think that's part of Ali's problem is she's so concerned about being a good girl in yeah. terms of like can't ever have any bad feelings about. Yeah. You know, that that are Im- immoral. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I can't possibly feel good about hitting someone. Yeah. And it's like, no, that is, that is so, like, normal and yeah. fine. Like, stop being so het up and worried about whether that's okay to feel that way. It's like... Yes. You know what I mean? So, the next scene, we've got Richard and Whipper in Whipper's office, like, her chambers, and Richard's, like, trying to like justify or make excuses for his behaviour he's like it wasn't sexual she thinks she kept getting soot on her neck 
And Whipper's like, it was sexual to you, that matters. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, Richard, when are you going to get it? Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I've got exactly the same now. I'm like, how is he not getting this yet? We've had this conversation we, yeah. multiple times. This is now and the second still... person that has told you that, because Billy said it, because when he yeah, went Georgia. to touch Georgia. He was like, it's not sexual. And he's her. like, but it is to you. Yeah. And that's and the that problem. And that is the issue. Yeah. And I just, it's how gross. have you not understood this? It's absolutely gross gross anyway so richard tries to make some kind of speech about why he did it like he's like i know it was wrong i'm not going to defend myself but i was sitting across from janet reno talking law and government and i just wanted to reach out with my finger and touch greatness and i was like what the fuck and whipper is like are you serious and richard's like it makes me weak it makes me insecure i know this but when i'm old i'll be able to tell my grandchildren I touch greatness and I was like if you even get to have grandchildren yeah what makes you think you're ever gonna get to that place and then Whipper's like it's not that you're sick like she kind of gets up clenches her her fists like she she just walks slowly and like sits she says it's not that you're sick Richard it's It's just just that that you're sick sick. and by the time you get well I could be dead (laughs) which I was like that's sad um and richard's like no whipper look and he kind of gets on his knees in front of whipper and he's like just listen to me and she and whipper goes and she sort of smiles and she does that she presents her neck to him yeah we've seen her her do this before yeah um that time when they had that other fight about richard uh, about About her kissing cheney yeah and she just goes she sort of whispers go to (laughs) <laughs> uh, and Richard, Richard, this is where we see Richard again, like touch, touch her, her water, and he's all like breathless, which is kind of like, ew, oh, yeah. but like kind of sweet as well. I mean, Whipper looks great; she's all like backlit and beautiful, yeah, like um, loads of curls. And he's Richard's loving it, but then Whipper grabs his hand to stop him, and, and Richard's, Richard's confused, and he's, he's like, like what, "What? What?" And she says, "Did you enjoy that?" And he goes, "Yeah." And then she very softly says, then remember it, because that was the last time. And goodbye. Richard's like, what? And she's like, goodbye, Richard. And then Richard just looks really sad. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you you did this to yourself. Completely. I really have no sympathy for Richard whatsoever. No. At all. Um, So then Annie's walking along and she's like thinking to herself, because we get her voiceover. Um, and she's saying, you know, thinking about the case, I hope the jury doesn't think it's strange that I'm not closing. And then she kind <laughs> of clutches that. No, wait a minute. No. <laughs> then she kind of stops and we hear her, we hear Vonda kind of this guitar twang into action with the like peppy version yes. of Tell Him. Yeah. Um, and that's when Ali kind of picks up her pace like in time to the music but then there's a record scratch yeah because she stops like almost like she's like damn it like i can't get into this yeah but then the music starts again and she's like no i'm gonna make this happen yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna push through she's sighing and she kind of gets to a uh, crossing yeah pedestrian um, crossing. and she decides to start and the, the song's going into like full swing it's like i know something about love and she like starts doing this like shoulder shimmy yeah and then to the one beat. and to the beat and then one by one everyone that stood around her at the crossing it's like a busy day like yeah. there's a lot of people and everyone's around. having to wait to cross the yeah. road yeah lots of other people start shimmying with her like to the beat yeah like one guy starts doing like a hip dip like <laughs> and she starts doing and she kind of but as she and then annie sort of notices other people like moving to this like music that only exists beat. in her yeah. head and she's like 
every time someone starts and she notices, she kind of looks at them like, what? <laughs> like, what are you doing? And everyone just keeps doing it. And then suddenly the sign changes to walk sign and Annie like strides forward and everyone behind like her is dancing. like dancing like they're in a musical, like woohoo! <laughs> it's great behind fun. Her. I do like that scene. And I love all of it. I love all of it. It's so fun. I really think that bit where they all start crossing the road is like so much fun. Like yes. I just think it's a really great image well there's like, two police people i can't remember if they're men or women but they're i think they're men yeah they're crossing the other way and yeah. this like crowd of people from the musical yeah. go that way um and they kind of look back like what it's really great really really funny yeah. i really yeah. enjoyed that so then we're in court and uh it's closing, closing arguments yeah. so um opposing counsel is going we're not denying that Dr. Butters saved Hannah Goldstein's life, but there's a lot of evidence she could be saved by other means other than this pig organ. Yeah. And Dr. Butters could have contacted any number of relatives, including her husband, who are authorised to give their consent, but he didn't. And the reason he didn't do that, then, and then, then there's suddenly this yeah. really loud pig squeal yeah. that comes from like John's general direction. Everyone jumps. Yeah. And it turns out it's John with like a whistle. Uh, yeah, I was like, I've never heard of a whistle that it's makes like a, a pig it's noise. It's like a cool, yeah, you can get animal noise, like cooler type. Oh, really? I thought you could only do like bird noise, but also other types of noises as well. Oh, okay. Don't know if there's specifically a pig one, but clearly there is. But anyway, John's like, I apologise. I was considering whether to use the pig call during my summation. I tested it. I meant to do so quietly. I miss blue. I apologise. And I'm like, bullshit, John. Yeah, this is just one of your stupid little tricks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so the opposing counsel continues and he's just like, the reason Dr. Butters didn't call relatives was he's afraid they might say, say no. no. And he yes. desperately needed to do this pig liver transplant. Otherwise, all that money, uh, not to mention, you know, his, his reputation as a doctor, it would all go out the window, yeah. basically. And it all came with taking the liver of that big, fat, giant hog. Giant and, now, we have yeah, giant Yeah, and as well. sticking it into Hannah Goldstein. Never mind her dignity, never mind if she wanted it done, where's the dignity in medicine itself? Yeah. So then John does his closing, and he's saying, basically, he supposes that, you know, you could have used a machine instead of an enormous farm animal. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> Um, but he says, you know, Dr. Butters was the one that was in the ER that day and he didn't have the luxury of hindsight. He just had to make a call mm. and decide fast because her life was on the line. And he saved that life, didn't he? And then John sort of nods himself like, yes, yes, he did. <laughs> yes, um, yes, he did, John. Thank <laughs> you, John. Um, thank you, John. <laughs> and, then, and then he says, and when she woke up, she didn't say thank you. She didn't say it's good to be alive. She called her lawyer. It troubles me, and that's where he pinches his nose and like takes a mini sort of moment. And Greg's sort mini of look, moment. Greg, Greg's sort of looking at Ali like, mm, what's he doing? Um, and then he says, "I think of Doctor Butters and the unfairness being subjected to this this despicable lawsuit. But I also think of Michael. He had a name that hog, Michael. And she she never bothered to learn the name of this creature who sacrificed his life for hers." It was Michael. She calls him a big fat hog, giant pig. He gave his life. He gave his Goldstein life. Big fat hog. Never mind the unmitigated ingratitude 
She showed Dr. Butters. You think about the one who died, so she might live. Let's all say his name, please. Michael. Yes. This jury pleases me. <laughs> I wonder if its name was actually Michael. I, I... I wonder if he just made that up. I, I wouldn't surprise me, because yeah. he's completely decided to go with the emotional yeah. pushing of buttons, you yeah. know, like... But also the one who died so she might live. I was like, he's not Harry Potter or, like... <laughs> not Jesus, Jesus Christ! Like, the boy who lived, the pig who didn't live, like... The what? pig who died so the boy could live. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, so, so, yeah. So the next scene, we're in the unisex. Um, Richard is in a stall with his feet up, but the door's opening because... Uh, open because Ali is at the door kind of leaning against it like giving him like I don't know a some talk. counsel yeah. um, and Rich is like it's over this time I can feel it and I'm like yeah think <laughs> like, she physically told you that that was it and Ali's like I'm not going to lecture a man who's down but you can't behave and then she closes the door then she like reopens it and goes but you can't behave like that in a relationship you just can't and Rich says maybe I should just wear mittens <laughs> I know I'm like this is thing self-control yeah you do have it yeah you just choose not to exercise it yeah know? so then elaine comes in oh god and um, <laughs> ali's like we're gonna talk later okay and richard like leaves the store and then oh. as as he's leaving elaine goes richard you and i have had our differences but despite them if you need a friend to turn to i'm here for you physically <laughs> this, this isn't a time to make rash decisions which men sometimes do when sexually frustrated I'm here to help you stay clear-headed should you need me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then she does like a hair fluff and she leaves. I mean, and then Richard leaves kind of laughing and I'm just a bit like, Elaine, what are you doing? Anyway, then Georgia comes in and says hello to Ali um, and they kind of congratulate each other on the fight that they had mm. and then Georgia goes to go into the stall she kind of reaches for the top of the stall door yeah. and then she kind of like winces in pain and she's like Ugh! and then she turns to Ali and goes you don't look hurt at all and Ali's like I'm just trying not it. to like, show yeah. it yeah. <laughs> and then she says you know no hard feelings and Georgia says I'm okay are you okay and Ali's like I'm fine um, so that's quite nice and yeah. then it's like we can be adults about this yeah it's okay yes. then John comes running in and like Ali the jury's back and then he goes fine fight Georgia <laughs> <laughs> um, and then as they go to leave Georgia says well I've got to go to the clerk's office as well so do you want to grab a beer after and Ali's like sure that really sounds great and they're like and Ali, and Georgia's like good luck and Ali leaves and I was just like yay they're like I becoming friends like post this awful argument and but, like moment that they yeah, had last and episode. I and I think also like and I actually think Ali really needs a friend yeah and I really like think now. like that fight did help them get some of that Closure. emotion yeah. out of you know that negative emotion out of their systems for sure and so it now feels like okay we can sort of draw a line under this and and move forward and we've said this several times but I probably will never stop saying it like Georgia and Ali's friendship is one of the best things about the show so yeah. I was really like at the I've no I've watched it the series several times so I, I do know what happens but yeah. like at the end of last episode on this rewatch you're just kind of like oh god how are they ever gonna recover, recover yeah. and it's just great to see that they found a healthy way to express that stuff that yeah. you know and still get through it and be yeah. friends and like be stronger for it out yes. the other side yes 
Yeah. So I was like, yay, I really like that bit. So then we're in court and Whipper is handed the verdict of the butter. Well, she says, have you reached your wattle? And then she says, verdict, <laughs> I mean verdict. <laughs> Which I love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the foreman of the jury is like, yes, we have. And she's like, what say you? And basically, in the matter of Goldstein versus Butters, on the count of negligent infliction of emotional distress, we find in favour of the defendant, aka Dr. Butters. Butters. Um, so Whipper says, thank you for your service. And Greg clearly looks very relieved and he's saying thank you to them both. Um, and John says it was the right verdict. And I says it was. And then she says to Greg, I'm really sorry if you think that I doubted you. And Greg says, no, I didn't think that. And then she says, well, maybe dinner sometime? Um, oh, no, he asks her. Yeah, no, 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 that's what I mean. He didn't, I didn't think that you doubted me. And then he asks her if she right. had dinner yeah, sometime. Yeah, yeah. And Ali says, sure. And Greg says, okay, I'll call you. And Ali's like, okay. And then they... <laughs> as he turns, <laughs> you get another one of her, like, cartoon licking yeah. <laughs> Just on the tip of his ear. But then Greg, like, grabs his ear in real life. And it's like he felt it, like... <laughs> Even though it's a complete like vision, like that thing she's made Imagine, up in her head. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he like sort of grabs his ear, like, oh, what's that? Oh, like, yeah, I don't know what I was. <laughs> and he says, thank you. So they then we have like they're shaking hands in, in slow motion. motion, and then he like leans to like, peck and all the, the while teeth. like Fonda Shepherd is singing, singing "Young at Heart" Young at by heart. Frank Sinatra. Fairy tales can come true. It can happen to you. And there's lots of like <laughs> staring in slow motion, yes, and, like yes. a peck on the cheek, and then Whipper, Notices. meanwhile, is packing up yeah. her stuff to leave and sort of notices them staring at each other and she kind of smiles at them but it's also sort of sad yeah it's like, like a, a sad, sad smile. smile yeah and then we get a montage ending which is they're very fond of on the show yes. so Richard is walking home sadly and then we get Whipper sort of walking home too and uh, stops and then Richard carries on and then Whipper carries on and they're like separate scenes they're yes, not in the same not scene together. but it's just yeah. showing that they're alone and they're thinking and they're walking and pondering alone. <laughs> um, and then we see Ali walking on her own with an umbrella and um, but then she gets to like a corner where Georgia is sheltering in the rain and Georgia was sat down and she sort of gets up and she's clearly like limping um, and they well like both of, of them are like to be in, quite yeah. like finding it hard to move and they kind of help each other cross the road while sharing the umbrella which yeah, i thought was rain. a really nice it's ending. very cute yeah um, it's nice so yeah so things are looking up for ali at the end of yeah, this episode yeah definitely definitely and that was the end of theme of life yes yeah it was great stuff great stuff great stuff yes there was so much happened in this episode i feel like i feel like yeah like it, it was quite um, it's got quite a few iconic aspects of the show that I think a lot of people remember, but I don't think, and I remember, but I don't think I fully appreciated that they all happen in the same episode. Yeah, like, like they all introduced in the same episode. Yeah, so like yeah. Greg, yeah. Tracy, yeah. the dancing theme across song. the street, yeah, yeah, theme yeah. songs, yeah, yeah, like all of that, and then the punching and the fight, like yeah. there's a lot that yeah. goes on in this Yeah, episode. there is, there is, yeah. it was good fun, I yeah. enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. So, well done. Yes. Well done, everyone. I think we needed it after last week's uh, yeah. episode. Yes, definitely. Was, uh, confusing. <laughs> and upsetting. So, yeah, it was good. I am confused. I am upset. The less said about last episode, the better. It was just traumatic for everyone. Yes. The characters, us. So, yeah, this episode was... Things are on the up again, which is okay. good. Okay. Retry. 
so I guess the case of the week was Hannah Goldstein versus Dr. Greg Butters. Yeah. Uh, how do you find? I'm going to have to side with uh, Mrs. Goldstein. Like, Dr. Butters did not get permission to do this transplant. And as the prosecution pointed out, he could have reached out to people who were authorised to give consent. And he didn't. And I think... Tracy has a point too in terms of it is suspicious that he just had this fresh pig liver waiting to go. <laughs> I know, it's like, I, get I, the pig. I imagined that it wasn't a pig liver, he just had like a pig <laughs> that he was like grooming for this leopard. Like, like, like now, the pig. <laughs> the pig's like, weak. Like, octopus. <laughs> like, weak. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought we were buddies. And he's like, nope, you're just here for one thing. And, get the pig liver. And I just don't believe that the whole issue of the federal funding wasn't in the back of his mind when he made this decision. Like, I just don't buy it. I just don't. I mean, as much as I like, like, Greg as a character. Yeah. Like, I and, you know, Jesse L. Martin is a dreamboat. Like, I just don't buy his, his thing of, like... It had nothing to do with it. It's just like, it's just a bit too convenient. And at the end of the day, his decision completely over... He overrode, like, Mrs Goldstein's right to bodily autonomy. Doctors don't have the right to do whatever they want to save your life. Like, they don't have that right. Jehovah's Witnesses are, are able to refuse blood transfusions, mm. even if it's the thing that's going to save their life. Yeah. They have the right to do that. Like, I think there are some Amish people who shun modern medicine altogether because they yeah. are anti-modern technology. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the ins and outs of their belief. But no matter were... how silly or not you think that decision is, they have a right to make a choice about what happens to their body. Yeah. And you cannot force life-saving treatment on anybody. I get she was in a coma, so she couldn't Consent. do it herself. Yeah. But she had people around, you know, her Kids. husband, yeah. family members, who were authorised to make that decision for her if she couldn't do so herself. And he didn't get that consent. I guess to play devil's advocate, like, his uh, point of view is, you know, uh, he wasn't, like, where's the actual harm? Like, she now has a human liver, she's alive, she's well. But it doesn't matter, because it's, yeah. it's not your body. No, I know. It's but... not your body. It doesn't matter how, if you did, wouldn't have a problem. Like, I wouldn't have a problem with a blood transfusion. It's but... not a blood transfusion. No, no, no. It's a liver transfusion. Yeah, I know, but hard. what I'm saying is it's the fundamental right. point of... You decide what happens to your body. Right, I got you. You yeah. have that right. No one else, not a doctor, does not have the right to go. I think this is best for you, so I am forcing it on yeah. you. Yeah, you do what not have that right. If they'd asked the family, and the family were like, "Sure, put a pig," then in your that hand. would be different because they got consent from the family. Right. So her issue he would then be anyone. with yeah. her family. Yeah. yeah, she could then turn around to them and be like what the hell made you think I would want this done to me? Yeah. Like, she could take that up with them. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. and I don't know whether she'd have grounds to sue them on that. I don't know. No, I don't I, know. I don't, I don't think so, because you would have thought that by giving them authority to make decisions for her, she would have 
talk to them about what she wants does. and yeah. what she doesn't want. Yeah. So, but a doctor does not have a right to do anything to you without consent. It doesn't matter if it's going to save your life. It doesn't yeah. matter if they think that this is the best way forward. They have to get consent. Yeah. It's bodily autonomy. It yeah. is a fundamental right. Yes. And to be like, I'm just gonna and yeah the whole thing around the federal funding and the he was gonna lose that if he didn't do an operation before the end of 1997 like fuck off that wasn't in the back of your mind I don't believe you I don't believe you it's interesting as well if you think about uh the so this I don't know where well Clearly, we're not in the business of just putting pigling offers in people at the moment. That's no, not a common no, practice. No. Um, so, but back then, it was also an experimental yes, um, yeah. uh, operation Procedure, yeah. because that was why he had the funding to do the research into it. Yeah, so he because it's to do experimental. More it. What if I don't know? For, I don't know how long this things take. Thirty years in the future, it's now a very common procedure. And if she'd signed up to have a liver transplant and gone into a coma, and he was just like, well, we don't have a liver, but we've got a pig liver. But we do this all the time. But... Well, then I think that, again, that would be... I think you're, if it was like, this is a common option, yeah. then it that would be a discussion you would have with your patient before you did the operation. You so you'd, you'd turn... Well, yeah, it would be your duty as that person's doctor to go this is the situation, these are the possible places this could go, Yeah. these are the options we would have if we reached this place, Yeah. what would you want me to do in that situation? And yes. then she could turn around and go, I would not be happy for that yeah. option, but I'm happy with, with this option. One. Yeah. Like, uh, you would have that conversation Yeah. if it was like a plan... I mean... In an emergency situation, and this is an ER yes. thing, like, he will not have had that previous conversation with her. Yeah. But, again, it doesn't change the fact that he did have access to getting consent from people who were authorised. And there were other, and there was, like, the other, opi other opinions that say that you could have used a yes, machine. exactly. Although he didn't think that that would have been Yeah, but it's like... Well, who knows? But the fact yeah. is, you didn't even ask. Yeah. You didn't even try and get consent for this. Yeah. And that is a huge infringement of someone's bodily autonomy. Yeah. Although he did say... Again, I'm just thinking, I just don't want to find Dr. Butters not guilty. Well, I'm because, not... It... Because he did also say there was the time issue. Like, that was the... He was talking about, you know, if I'd have but waited, he, he couldn't wait for the doctor, the hospital board to approve it. Yeah, because, but that's different because that is about getting lots of professionals in one place to have a conversation. That is difficult and that is time consuming. But if your relative, if your wife has gone into the ER, you're about... not going to be at work taking meetings you can't possibly talk right now. <laughs> you're going to be in the waiting room waiting for... But he'd yeah. be right there in the hospital. I'm just when they talk about time, I'm just like, what? What time are we talking? Like, what was the time pressure? Are we talking well, days, minutes, hours? Uh, like I what? think yeah. potentially uh, minutes to hours. Right. But certainly enough time to walk into that waiting room and go, "Hey, this is the situation. 
what do you want me to do yeah. as the authorised person yeah. to give consent to an yeah. operation? What, what, I can only do what you... I have tell. a backup pig ready to go. I have a pig ready to go. <laughs> fresh, fresh as a daisy. I'm having roasted pork <laughs> later. It's going to be great. You're welcome You're to welcome come. To join. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like... Your wife can join if she wants. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a bit weird. Yeah. But it's just that thing of like... You 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 would have had time yeah. to Actually, go out into the waiting room. If you've had a pig... I mean, I know she then had a human liver transplant, so she no longer has one anymore. Yes. But, like, if you had a pig liver transplant... Yeah. And then you, like, recovered and, like, ate the pig meat that the liver came from, would the liver just reject it in terms of processing it? Like, this is me! I can't feed myself! <laughs> What's happening? Like, would it just be like a port, a port? What's going on? Just like just jump, jump out of the body. <laughs> like this is disgusting, and I am judging you. No, but not so much that. But just more like does not compute. Like can't. No, how do I can. process myself? Yeah, no, of course it can. It could do that. Okay. Like okay. people have eaten their own like body parts. And... What? Yeah. Just it's that. like in like extreme like survival situations oh, like God, people no. have done things no. like that no 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 like no. cut bits off of themselves I'm not doing that. no 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 don't make me <laughs> <laughs> cannibalism really upsets me yeah no because it's one of the things reason. i'm most scared about okay so what about it... you oh me well i don't want to find dr butter's Originally, I put not guilty because I was like, it's Greg. Yeah, I Mate, know. It's Greg. I know, but. Bloody Greg! He's it's... got a voice like butter. <laughs> I can't. But Ignore his dreaminess I for can't. just I a bit, second. This is why I wouldn't be a very good lawyer or a judge because I'd be like, <laughs> oh, he's just so dreamy. <laughs> I, think, I think when he says, I did what I thought was in the best interests of the patient, I truly think he believes that. Yes, I do. I don't think he had any uh, malice in his actions. No, I don't or think wanting he had to malice. upset people. No, no. However, in talking it through, I do. This is why, you know, things are never black and white. Like no. I believe that you can believe that you are innocent, but also be guilty. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, completely. Um, so I, I think, and I, I do think there's. Uh, you know, I think it's probably quite common amongst doctors to be like, well, I'll just do whatever to save a person's life because that's the right thing to do. But also believe that they were being objective when there were clearly other influences that couldn't have not been influencing him. Yeah, like, exactly. The fact that he knew in the back of his mind, like, I've only got a few months before my funding runs out, that must have played a part. Yeah, it can't No matter how have. much he believes he was being objective, Yeah, and no matter how, how much, you know, you could look at the facts of her case and go, well, maybe he didn't really have any other option. That was still an influence, mm. and I think that makes it too difficult to... It, it makes it... It doesn't... It, you know... <sighs> It's that thing of, like, you can still have had that influence and still done the right thing and ask yeah. before doing it. because. But he knew they would say, or what there was he, a chance that they the, would say yeah, no. Yeah, he knew that the possibility is they could turn around and say no. Yeah. And I think that point of, like, 
he didn't ask because he didn't want the answer. Yeah. Like, that is the problem. Yeah. That is the issue. Yeah. Great that you saved her life, but she, she had a right to have a choice over what happens to our body. The other reason I found, I originally thought, well, maybe he's not guilty is because I was trying to picture myself in that situation, but that doesn't really work. No, it doesn't, action. because it's that thing of like... Because I was like, well, I would be fine. Yeah, but then I was I like, would but that be, doesn't matter exactly, really, because it's not I would be me. fine with anything that, well, not anything, but like... I've so, been... I don't know, we've replaced your arm with your, with your leg and now you have to like... <laughs> kick people with your left arm okay <laughs> also but, your ear is now on the sole of your foot okay because we thought that would be better for hearing so it's that thing of like yeah keep your ear to the ground the whole point of <laughs> great the whole point of like bodily autonomy is that it's not the same for everyone no exactly everyone is gonna have different feelings and opinions on what is okay to happen to them yes and that's okay and that is a right that you have to control that yeah and it it, does play to this whole like doctors as gods type. yeah like they know what's best yeah they know what what's okay yeah and we do give them a lot of uh license because of that and sometimes too much exactly and it's just like you are not entitled to force life saving treatment on a person no and you know i just it sounds like there were other options whether he agreed with them or not but at the very very least he could have asked her husband yeah like who no doubt would have been in the waiting room if yeah if this is an emergency yeah and she's been rushed in even if she uh, hasn't like it's a phone call isn't it yeah it's like you 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 know the prosecution points out that he had access to to the people that could give that authorization yeah and he didn't even try and ask them and that's the problem yeah so yeah so i guess i just abstain from this case because you're like he's too dreamy i've accused myself my feeling my personal feelings have impacted my objectivity oh dear verdict of the week the jury's back who are you finding i'm finding whipper not guilty because she has finally pulled her self-worth together and dumped richard who is a mess of a human being and does not deserve her in any way shape or form yes (laughs) for sure just like thank god i because i mean my memory's not great but i'm pretty sure this is where it ends for for both Whipper and Richard. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. I know. I, can't I know remember. this isn't her last appearance. No. Um, but uh, I don't know if I'm willing I'm, to call that yet. I think this is the end. Okay. Let's find out. Um, and if it is, then yay. Yeah. Well, ugh. my verdict of the week was finding Richard guilty. Exactly. So it's funny that yeah, because I was point. either gonna go with yeah. not guilty or guilty. But interestingly, it's not so much for just being a douchebag to Witcher. It's more for saying that it wasn't sexual for Janet Reno. Therefore, what's the problem? Yes. And I'm like, no, like you've had so many strikes on this, and yeah. you're out. Like, no, sorry. And you keep. You pushing this and yeah. like ignoring the people that are telling you that it's that not that's appropriate. Not okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, Richard can just fuck off. Yeah. Like seriously, how does he not? <laughs> how? 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 Like how can you like keep doing that 
I just don't... Because a fetish doesn't mean that you are beyond self-control. No. That's not what having a fetish is. No. Having a fetish is is just a sexual preference, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Something, there is something you find especially sexy. Like, you know, if you're a human being who doesn't have a particular fetish, but you enjoy sex, that doesn't give you the right to, like, grind up on people yeah. or touch them no. in their genitals when no. you want to. Like, no. it's the same it, with any other fetish. Exactly. It's just, like... I, I'm sorry, but you. I'm. I'm. The, I'm your fetish does not mitigate like your responsibility to keep your hands to your fucking self. And yeah, and I. I'm just. I'm tired of this narrative of, um, not, not specifically to do with fetishes, but this idea of that men it, just don't have control. Yeah. And I. This is like this sorry. Is, this I'm is a one, man. This is one like facet of that narrative, mm. but it's just I'm just no, Richard. Sorry, you're done. Yeah, and I do think he is given more slack because it's because they're like, fetish. oh, he just likes necks, and I'm like, yeah, I don't no, care. It's I don't still give someone's a shit. personal space. Yeah, yeah and, and unwanted touching is never a, never allowed. Like, yeah, sorry. And it, yeah, just horrible and gross, and he needs to stop. Right now! <laughs> yeah, so clearly this verdict will be the thing. That yeah, yeah, clearly that's going to be like, well, I better listen now. <laughs> these girls, 20 years in the future, are going to give me a guilty verdict. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. So, okay, cool. There we are. That's the end of that Theme chapter. of life, yeah. Theme of life. So yeah, let us know what your theme songs are. Uh, yeah. We are, where are we, Eleanor? On Twitter. Yeah. We're on all the socials, Facebook uh, yeah. and Instagram. Twitter at Bygones Podcast, Facebook, look for Bygones Podcast, Instagram at Bygones Pod. Yeah. Or email us with your theme song, with or anything else that you wish to email us. I yeah. mean, within reason, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not any pictures of necks. Um, so, yeah, uh, bygonespodcast at gmail.com. Yes. So, yeah, I guess that, that's, that wraps that up. That does. So, until next time, Bygones! Tracy, when I'm with you, something you do bounces me off the ceiling. Tracy, day after day, when you're this way, I get a love and feeling. Come.